Season show once again presented by Impulse Media, and we got the crew here tonight sitting to my right the man, the myth, the legend, the voice of Impulse Media, Mr. Tito Labine, and the birthday boy. Oh my god, hello! <laughs> <laughs> I am the voice, <laughs> the voice that you hear. <laughs> sitting across from me, the boss, the big man. The CrossFit King, Mr. Jeffrey Keeble. What up? And I don't know about the CrossFit King, but I do CrossFit. <laughs> dude, your eyes are bloodshot right now. Oh, dude, I'm, 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 dude, you look stoned as hell. I'm so dehydrated. Right <laughs> it's not even funny. You might have like, to drive him back. Yeah, right. I literally just got done, hopped in my car, and drove here. It's going to be like Lena. Real me and boys. And I'm drinking a 7 up. <laughs> and we got cake for Tito's birthday. Yes. So yes. Hammer I, afterwards. I can't. No, mm-hmm. we're going to do it like during the show. Okay. Sitting a little bit to my right, Jeffrey's left, the editing king, the guy behind all the bangers, Mr. Lyle Keeble. It's not about me today. It's about the boy across from me. Oh my God, stop it. Oh, the heart. Yeah. His heart is so big. The way you look at it. He's the master. <laughs> and tonight we uh we're gonna bring another part of dirt track racing into the into the podcast. We got some RC boys in the house. Um sitting down in the corner, Mr. Sergeant, uh crew chief champion, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Brad Shear. Welcome. Thanks, buddy. I don't know about crew chief, but I'll... Uh, I mean, know. I think Michael may, may... He loves to tell everybody that, but <laughs> he's, he's the man behind it. So. Yeah, so the, the, the background story there is uh, Brad is also the crew chief to Michael Meister's uh, race program, so, so add, re- that, add that to the list. Are you the yeah. reason why you did shitty this? I was just you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it was coming eventually. So when we had that terrible year, there was multiple times where I was like... Oh man, I hope that wasn't my fuck up. <laughs> that's shit. Absolutely. All your all your mice was like that. That's on me. That's on me. But oh yeah, okay, man. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Car didn't start. I don't. It started when it left the pits, man. <laughs> and our second guest in the RC industry, the prettiest hoe in Appleton, <laughs> Mr. Casey Ballsack. Ooh, that smile, though. Yep. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, boys. I'm excited. Tell you what, that's so. a $500 smile, let me tell you. You know it, baby. It's, it's, <laughs> it's reasonable. brings you in. Like, hey, I could, I could get that. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> On Tito's birthday. Love to have you guys here. Excited. What do you think? Be able to come out here on your birthday. It's pretty nice of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what can I say? You know, it's it's part of the job. It's part of the job. The <laughs> free the, the free job. Part of the job. I'm just. I heard free cake and I was in. You, you know, didn't I, even I, know there was going to be a cake. All right. <laughs> you, you're right. It was a surprise. <laughs> it was it was a surprise. No, I uh, Jeffrey. He was like uh, earlier today. He goes. 
He's like, hey, man. He's like, so what, what are we doing at the podcast, man? We're going out? I'm like, bro, it is a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's damn right yeah. we're going out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, at the end of the day, it's a Thursday. You're like, daddy's got to work tomorrow. It's thirsty Thursday, though, boys. So. Mm. Daddy's mm-hmm. got to work. Daddy's got to work tomorrow. I got to drive through a fucking snowstorm. Can we mm-hmm. explain work? Please. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I, What's your I, job? I, I, I CJ said we get one dig at him. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. this is your I, I didn't get you there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get there. Yeah. Oh. One, everyone gets one so dig. One dig, dig at the birthday boy. And after that, yeah. we all get to slap you in the face if you say one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wasted it already? Well, you didn't even say it yet. I didn't even say it I was stop you. Nope. He's saving his dig. We all got to start it before the podcast starts. Well, the podcast already started Gotta get it out before we get, get into out. the meat of it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you get one okay. chance right now yeah. to throw okay. your dig. All right. Well, I'll just go with it. Fuck it. Here we go. No, 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 no. Let's talk about his work because he. Don't yeah. Want, what's your job? Yeah. What do you do? I mean, don't get me wrong. He has a fancy. <laughs> well, I was like holding it back, squealing. Like a- <laughs> he, has a, he has a fancy title, but that's about it. What's your title, Ooh. dog? So I am a. Uh, uh, financial advisor for the VA and their medical research at the University of Minnesota. That is a big title. Yeah. Damn. So, Too bad he could lock you up. Technically, it's called financial <laughs> professional number two. And it's it like people are like, oh, well, what does that entail? And then I pretty much just run through what I just said. And so I just kind of use that as like the title then. So you're good with numbers? I am. Oh, no, he's, <laughs> yeah. He is good with numbers. So, All right. The thing is, is that what you do? Yeah. But I mean, he says he has work tomorrow, but. I do. I, I do have I have work. You saw how much yellow was highlighted on my to do list. So I actually Can you work from home though. He, yes, he, he'll yeah. finish that in like an hour. <laughs> That's what I mean. He's like, what did we do today? We played the game. <laughs> we played Call of Duty. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. All day? I yeah. usually get some Snapchat. All yeah. day? Yeah. 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 One, one, one o'clock. One, one he, had, o'clock. he had a meeting from 9.30 to 10. And 30. then he, he watched me work for a little bit. Well, I, was, I was graphic designing. Oh, oh and then y- your so-called work. My so-called work. I mean, I, I, I laid out a good, fast, quick design. And then uh, we went out to eat at 11. And then 30. after that. No, stop it's it. 11.30. <laughs> and then uh, we got back. He checked some emails and then we grinded from one to we grinded we grinded from one to five on on Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's a work day. That's a work day. That's a work day. I mean, hey, teach their own, right? So the thing of it is, is like smarter, not harder. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong, (laughs) but he can't go and be like, oh, I can't get, I can't go out with you guys tonight because I go to work tomorrow. Well, I mean, he goes to bed at midnight on the weekend, so. What did you expect? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey, what do you expect? It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Are you gonna line one up? Are you gonna try to get that? Hey, are you hey. gonna try to get your one back? No, no one wants for the night? Uh, just for the birthday? Oh no one wants Bruce Banner. But yeah, that's my dick then. Yeah. No, I, at, at my old job, <clears throat> I kinda had that mentality where I was like, head down, work hard, everyone's gonna notice it. And, and that just wasn't the way of the world. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, now I'm gonna do the bare minimum in order to, to get the paycheck. So I've kind of carried that mentality through like this job where I make it seem like I'm super busy. And then when they're like, Oh, have you got a chance to do that? I'm like, Oh no, I've not like, I'm like, let me get, let me get on that. And then I'll be able to kind of take care of it. Yeah. And then I usually send it out and take care of it within however long. So like, <laughs> cause, I, you're, cause you're playing call of duty. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, well, I, 
I'll admit, he is very good at because uh, like there's one day where I just watched him. Like I learned, I was just like just staring at him. I'm like, God damn, uh, he's, he's like, good at what he does. Yep. Enhance, yeah. <laughs> enhance. <laughs> and then he was like, All right, man, you ready to play? I'm like, What? I was like, I don't even know what the fuck you were doing. What you just did? You got yeah. all that done? He was like, Yeah, I just uh, fixed a million dollar mistake. Everybody needs one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Play search and destroy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And that $206,000 grant is now split up appropriately. Let's go work. <laughs> Let's go play. Let's go play. Work's so, done. And that's what I did when I first got the job before I moved here to Green Bay was like, it was overwhelming and, and hard to try to figure out. And once I figured it out and I got really good and really efficient at it, I'm like, okay, I can't, I can't let them know that, that I'm good, that I'm really efficient at it. So then once I moved here, then I was like, okay, like I work from home. I still might as well at least like have fun. Like as long oh, as I'm absolutely. getting the job done, yeah, mm-hmm. right. you know, and, and, and the kind of the thing of it too is like, this isn't like a career path for me, I guess. You know what I mean? Where in the previous job of like property management, I thought like, Hey, I could, I could definitely do something like this. So this job, I really never went into it thinking like, I'm going to, this can be my life. Or- yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make this a thing. So I am definitely grateful and uh definitely taking advantage of uh working from home but um i think i I think one day eventually it'll catch up with me i'm ready for that and i know i'll probably end up having to get a job here in green bay because they they still don't know that i I was just gonna say you work you work for the state state of minnesota yeah that's when brad said you work from home i was like I mean, he just said his job was in Minnesota and he works in, lives in Green Bay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I, they have no idea. And <laughs> until they hear so, this one. Like, if, a, if, what if, was if, it? Two months ago, you had to be there for something. You drove yeah. to Minneapolis yeah. to be there. <laughs> so I, I drove there like Monday night just to be there for like, yeah. Well, I, I got a couple of buddies that live there. And then uh, I stayed the male night. Male or female? Went there. Oh, male. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the look dude, set it off. <laughs> dude, dude. Minneapolis, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's get true. It that's true. And then I went to work for like the day and then I drove back like that night. Damn. Wow. Just to and, give the illusion. And you didn't, you didn't like mess up or anything? Like, no, I so. Like, like slip it out? What I usually figure is that the less I talk, the less that they're going to figure out. So yeah. I kind of only say like, so I'll, I'll talk to my manager about sports and that, and that's usually about it, you know, kind of then talk about Vikings, Packers, soccer, like different stuff like that. So I'll never really like, I have to check the weather before we get into these meetings. Cause he's like, oh man, it's finally a sunny day. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, man, like 30 degrees. Like it's a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So no, Shit. that's, that's uh yeah. What I do. Like I said, I'm pretty, I like it. pretty fortunate. I dig mm-hmm. it. Speaking of that, in the weather and games, like it's glad to be a Packer, huh? The Bears still suck. Mm, Damn, bears. I don't wanna, it'd be shitty want, to be a Bears fan, I wonder Jeffrey. Who those guys I know, are right. Imagine wait, be, be wait did everyone just find out that Jeffrey's a Bears fan? Damn. What? Damn. Why, what? He's like, why are you putting it? Yeah, what? what? Is this your dick? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we get to date you as many times as we want. Is this your dick? <laughs> well, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> we get to dig you as many times as we want. Uh, yes. You're really a Bears fan? Yes. Isn't that why? sad? Why? Yeah, why? Let's like, hear what? the reasoning. Uh, my dad, born and raised in Chicago and moved up here and... Just one of those things that you're... You were born and raised in Wisconsin. Yeah, and the, but it was just the way we grew up and Bears fans. You've never wanted to change? 
Yeah, but by the time I wanted to change, I was too invested. He's a guy crying around his jersey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, Bears won the Super Bowl in 07. So he's like, you know what? Maybe this is a good team. Yeah. I, was Damn. Like, I was like 36 strong years. I was like, commitment. Yeah, like, if uh, any ladies are out there, you know, I'm a Bears fan. So. That was sad. And then there are uh, Cubs fans as well. Uh, I don't watch it. Is that what? Is it basketball? So, yeah. Baseball? <laughs> so, yeah. Like I'm, I'm also a, a Cubs fan as well. So that's where we can kind mm-hmm. of like kind of get along. You guys don't yeah. get mutual. I think yeah. we're okay with the yeah. Cubs part of the deal here, but uh, I don't know about the Bears. The Bears still suck. Dude, and, and that's something I told Jeffrey that's when so we were bad. when we were hey, out. But we get two Super Bowls a year. So. Was, yeah, Fuck, you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. There's some about Wrigley Field though. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's which historical. I can be okay with, yeah. but the the Bears, that's a different. I, I told him, I was like, I forgot how much like I hate the Bears until we start playing them. <laughs> like, there's such a vitriol there where I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't fucking lose this team. Like, it hurts oh, yeah. me. Like, I get so like really animate just just during the Bears game. Like, I'll get it's whatever. Offensive. But yeah, dude. Like, like as, a, as just, a as a fan, dude, I get he, so. He took that Justin Fields comment. Like, like he was yeah, just saying it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, we're starting to do in Green Bay. I'm like, let's not be fucking prima donna, materialistic little bitch. I'm like, fucking come up and say it. Well, <laughs> obviously, there's nothing to do because you can't even fucking play football. Yeah. Like that too. So. Exactly. Just get him out, man. Fucking. All right. What do you think, Jeffrey? Yeah. Uh, You're being pretty quiet over there. <laughs> Trade him. He's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> hey, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm dehydrated. Yeah, you guys don't understand. My eyes are red. <laughs> I'm going through right now. Not only is he sore because he just did some some CrossFit and he's a Bears fan, so it's like yeah. double negative. Hey, you're getting kind of licked up here, buddy. This yeah, is, uh, I know. This, this is, is a good a, birthday. This is not even, <laughs> <laughs> this is not even about me. Uh, good shit, good shit. Well, let's hear from the RC side. I know uh, before you even got here, we were talking about it for a little while, and Lyle was sitting over here. We thought we were going to have to pick his jaw up off the ground. Tito was responding to his birthday text, but we were getting into it a little bit. Um, Brad has is the 2018 Reedy Race Champion. Oh boy, we're going to talk about this. Oh yeah, we're going right. to start out with that. And <laughs> we have his Reedy Race Championship car sitting right in front of us. And what? It hasn't been touched. It hasn't it won the race. It still has the dirt and all the shock screws, dirty tires on it, everything. Yeah, it's sitting the way it came off the track, actually. Exactly. It's pretty sweet. So the Reedy Race is... It's unique to itself. Um, it has like a, you, you can probably explain the format better because it's not as if like the same way all RC racing. Most RC racing, on an example, is called IFMAR qualifying. And it's two qualifiers and you're racing for five minutes or whatever the time frame is against yourself. So they'll say like you ran a 21.503, which is 21 laps in five minutes in three seconds because you made it past the loop say just before it went off or just after it went off and it took you whatever amount of time to get back. So that's the change after five and whoever's fastest in the five minutes, then it's straight up for the main, the mains like actual position racing and the Reedy race is not that way. It's, it's unique to itself. So invitational is not that way. Open class is Okay. So open class basically takes your, you get a lottery of about four to 500 people that want to get in. They can only hold 200 at the race. So they'll take a lottery entrant and they'll, you'll sign up, pay, and they will put your name into an Excel file and they'll do a lottery of the 200 people that get in. If you finish in the top 10, 
that year that you get picked, you get to an automatic entrance into the next year. If you don't finish in the top 10, you have to go back through the lottery. And so then, then that's open. Correct. And that that's open class. So you have probably, I would say three to 400 guys that are going to enter that. That's not your top invitational class. The invitational class is the 30 best guys in the world get an invite to come. And it, the two winners from the previous open class year will get to race an invitational the next year. Yep. And the two classes. So the, the main classes in RC is two wheel drive buggy, which is essentially a super buggy is what they started out as. They started out as a rear motor um, car that the motor was hanging out behind the wheels in the, in the rear. And they kind of got a goofy little body on them like a buggy. And um, they run a big wing in the rear up on top being two wheel drive. Um, and then the other dominant class is four wheel drive buggy. Um, the short course, stadium truck, all those things, they were kind of like a, an up and down hit throughout the years, I would say. Um, but about everywhere you go, two wheel drive and four wheel drive buggy are, are the shit. So, and to give you guys even a little more insight, the invite class, almost everyone there is making a hundred thousand plus to race RC cars only. Wait, what? Yeah. See, yes. that's what blew my mind. Yes. <laughs> a hundred grand a year. So there's yes. a select probably 20 guys, I would say worldwide that are going to that invite class that are making, well, probably north of a hundred grand a year. Yeah. To race that. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that Jeffrey's like, uh, oh, well, I'm right going to bail on this podcast. But you watch, like, you go there and you watch those dudes race, and it's fucking incredible. It's like, you got to remember, you're standing in one spot. And I mean, some of the big A scale tracks, which this is considered a 10 scale car. And the A scale car is obviously you're, you're talking scale, right? So tent scales, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger tires. Um, a lot of times more power, they can be nitro or electric, um, the A scale side and you're as much as how, how far do you think? Like some of the big tracks you're standing away from the driver's stand, uh, 250, 300 feet away oh, really? is, is your car <laughs> away from Absolutely. you. What? Yes. So your depth perception and you're racing left to right, you're standing elevated a little bit, but you're racing left to right and you're trying to figure out where the fucking, the car is in between these two tubes that you're going to run into while (laughs) hitting 40 foot, 30 foot jumps, whoops, anything you can imagine. Damn, so why do you live here? (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, I think we we talked about having Cole on. Uh, Unfortunately, he had to cancel tonight. But Cole Cole Tollard's one of our local guys that we've been racing with for years. And he's one of those current, probably the only one in in Wisconsin right now that's making a living doing this. Um, I never quite had the talent. Had the work ethic to get close. Never had the talent to make it happen. Uh, I feel like if you... If you would have stuck with it, I think you, I think you would have been there, which you were kind of, I would say on the older generation of coming through the ranks while it was kind of just getting, while electric was getting big. Well, we just talked about your depth perception. So like my eyesight is shit to be quite uh, frank. That's okay. what I my was de- wondering. My about. depth perception is shit. Not yeah. my, my depth perception is crap. So when you get to these bigger tracks, it becomes a problem because all of a sudden you're missing lines by a foot and that's what separates the guys that are getting paid from the guys that aren't getting paid. Is that those gotcha. tenths of a second? Yeah. So those guys that are like watching, do they have like big dweeby glasses where like it's like zoomed in? Their, <laughs> eyes, are, <laughs> and their eyes look like fucking owls, and they're like, you know, kind of like breathing like through their mouth. They're like, 
Like, no. How's, no. How's the- <laughs> You'll see some of that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Some of the weirdest people uh, you're ever going to see. Yeah. Is that the RC track. Yeah, yep, they're absolutely. wearing like a Halo 3 shirt. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but tell you what, a lot of the guys that it's just like video games in a sense where you'll have kids that come out of it that I, I've been beaten by some of the kids that start a year, a year earlier than what I did. Yeah. Or they're a year into it and they're already running the lap times the same as what we're running because yeah. they have that, that natural talent, the natural ability to just do it. The it's, hand the, eye. it's the hand eye coordination all yeah. day long for 100%. sure. So how do you, how do you do that then with like your fingers as far as like that goes, do you do like finger weights? Do you like, cup stacking? Yeah. Yeah, like actually, or are you fucking no. <laughs> Build a pyramid, like Mr. Miyagi shit. Focusing on one thing and then another one. Stack some cups. Yes, that's actually one of the things that we you wanted to talk about is really the salary and how these guys get paid and the fact that's hard for people to wrap their head around is that they do make a living doing this. There's a select few guys that can. Yeah, and we're we're kind of going back and forth um, offset here, talking about it. Going, it's a lot like Supercross. It's a lot like um, off road, where you basically budget. Some of the, the new guys coming in are budgeting off of like performance, right? So a lot of these companies, Team Associated, TLR, um, these are all brands of cars. They have contingency, like every sport does, but. You, say you're running an associated and you sign up for like their contingency, which I don't know if they do. I think they have a private one, but I don't know if it's a uh, public where TLR has like a public one and there's 20, 25 events on there and you can go there. Say you win nationals. It's 20 grand. It don't matter whether you're sponsored, not sponsored, whatever you run a TLR car and you win 20 grand. Yeah, that's damn crazy. <laughs> if, if like, you could see the look on everybody's face right now. Yeah, this blows my mind you're, you're, just, just, you're gonna see me tomorrow and be like, I'm going to Hobby Town. You're the podcast. You're gonna see me with a fucking brand new truck. Yeah, <laughs> you're just standing there like, yeah. like I'm hunting that continuous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your kids gonna be like, Dad, can I pay with it? No, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my team. You're gonna see him stacking cups in your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Brian said yeah. Jeffrey's gonna be one of those kids at Cranon that's running through your legs with a slash yeah. you trip over yeah. 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 trip over you're like what who the fuck is this driving this fucking thing it's gonna be like Jeffrey shirt. over there like hey I'm working for that contingency dog <laughs> get out of here I'm training for that race next month what uh, I'm training for that race next month I gotta yeah. get paid hey, hey we'll bring you out to the old Dirty H not far from here they run every Saturday God, there's so many names I have a- G-Spot C-Section Dirty <laughs> H <laughs> I do have a Traxxas four wheel drive slash slash Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Throw that fucker in the, the garbage when you walk in the door. The, yeah. like, <laughs> Jenkins body. Yep. Yep. No, I don't even know. <laughs> that one might break in half. <laughs> I remember uh, anytime I think of Jenkins, and it has nothing to do with him personally, but it, one of his new Pro Fours that they had, and they raced at St. Louis when we raced there that one time, and he was going through the whoops, and it literally broke in half. <laughs> the front, he like augured it into that whoop like halfway through. In the front end, detached at the shock tower from the rest of the car. Holy it just shit. right there, Dude, and it was brand new. So, Brad, let's say you're going through the whoop section oh, no. with your car, right? And it <laughs> breaks in half. What do you do? You run out there like 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 a mom whose kid just got hurt on the football field, <laughs> or like or like? Wait, are you, you talking RC or real? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> both. <laughs> let's say let's say your RC car is going through the whoops, cracks, breaks in half. What do you do? Laugh. 
laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might look like who did that? And then look around and then walk off. Come back and be like, I, what, I borrowed my car to somebody. Yeah. And it's coming back in pieces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. I was looking at the other one. Joe Blow, <laughs> he asked to drive it and I let him try it and fucker broke it in half. Yeah. First lap. Yeah. That's what about uh, what about when Meister going through the website? Buggy breaks down. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's such a sore subject this year. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get a little rundown. Let's get oh, a little no. behind the scenes rundown yeah, bro, on the Meister on I, the Meister crew. I don't have too much. I you know it seemed like every time we fixed something this year, another thing would go wrong. It didn't start well at Anigo. Uh, well, the car didn't start, ironically. Um, <laughs> Literally. Didn't start that, well. That, <laughs> that put us in a points hole right away. Because um, if you don't start, you don't get any points. So we tried to even push start it to the green flag, and then we didn't get there. So, you know, it might have gotten a talking to because the radio might have went flying at the, on the spotter stand. <laughs> it just, no matter what we did then, that entire year, it was one thing after another. And there were some some points where... Um, Michael's not going to like that I talk about this, but hey, that's we're right. Yeah. We're Fuck Meister, man. We yeah. picked him all the time and he embarrassed us. I used to remind no. him all the time. Hey, they didn't pick you this week. He'd be like, I know them fuckers. Embarrassed us. No, so we, we've, we almost never fight. We've been friends, actually met through RC racing. We've been friends for that's know, 15, where started. 20 years and we've never had any issues um, but this year, finally, we got to the point where we kept saying things were, uh, bad luck. Yeah. And I got to a point at like, uh, I think when I was telling you, I think year X maybe where we had something dumb and it was our fault. And we was like, yeah, it was bad. You know, it's just this bad luck. We can't shake it. And I'm like, I've had enough of this bad luck. Like it, <laughs> this was our fault. Like yeah. we, didn't, we didn't have this prepared correctly. Right. And we kind of, you can create your own luck. Right. Right. It starts, it starts in the shop. Your own luck. And it does. And Michael gives me a lot of credit for being the crew chief or whatever. I'm, that's not even close to the case. Um, he works on that thing. He works on that thing by himself at the house. Um, thank God his fiance Caitlin's good with it because uh, he's got power tools and stuff running out there and she's dealing with it. But we just got to the point where we, no matter what we did, something else was going wrong. We'd fix one thing and it'd be off to another. Fix one thing and be off to another. And it, it even at the end of the year, it, it didn't get sorted out. So I think, uh, you know, he's planning on, once this this wedding happens, I think you'll plan on getting that car tore down completely to the chassis. Race? I think a few races. He, I told him, and he knows this, but after the wedding, then we can talk about. Then racing. we can talk about yeah. racing. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. When's Meister getting married? May eighteenth. Oh, wow. no, I didn't even know that. Either. Dirt City, for, first Dirt City weekend. Oh, that yeah. is Dirt City weekend. Man, yep. um, no wonder why we didn't Meister get no. locked down. Yeah, wow, yeah, we didn't even get an invite, bro. Not the- I didn't get an invite. Either did I? Wow, because, probably because we didn't pick them. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck those guys. <laughs> All right, uh, does he get? Does he get mad? Yeah, not really. No. If not, have you guys met like, the Meister I mm-hmm. met? That guy is the nicest dude. Yeah. Always and his smiling. dad. Yeah, and his dad. Yeah. I just text Even him, when said, like he jokes, he'd be like right after he'd be like, just kidding, guys. Yeah. 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 He's so yeah. nice. He's yeah. the nicest yeah. dude. I've never well, seen I mean, Meister pissed. Yeah, I mean, ever. just with all the mishaps this, you know, past season, you know, you think he'd like blow up. I mean, me and this guy blew up at each other. Mm-hmm. So. so the one common thing that Michael told me just about every time that like even when it was clearly just bad luck, which a lot of it was, was like, Well, we've had such a good five years. Can we really complain about having a bad year? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that kept getting repeated because I was getting mad. I, <laughs> I get mad. All right. And I'm 
I'm like, man, this was our weekend, you know? And, um, it just never kind of it, Crandon. It finally, we finally got it sorted out for Crandon, but then at, at MEO, it kind of fell apart again a little bit out of no fault of our own. And, uh, he doesn't really, he's one of the most cool, calm, collected characters I know. Period. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is. And to give you guys a little bit like a background. So Brad and I, Casey and Michael, I think all basically met through RC racing. And that's where Michael started was racing. I think at Crandon, the RC series there, I think, yeah. Kind of like where we all met him when they actually had like the weekly mm-hmm. or monthly racing during the summer. And then, um, was, is it Craig that owned that RC track uh, yeah. yep. um, for a little while? Michael ran there yep. and that's kind of how we all started to meet. And then, um, Brad lived with me for a little while when he was going to the Academy, um, to become Mr. Officer. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, then throughout all of it now, here we are again all just good friends, right? We're all he race uh, helps Michael. We all race RC. Um, obviously, like I said, him and I live together and then, uh, now we're banging out podcasts. Damn. So where do you go then? So do you still just <clears throat> casually like recreationally race or do you still kind of like try to compete? Yeah, so I'll r- casually race. Uh, Casey and I actually talk about, um, there's a track in Appleton that races on carpet. It's off-road carpet and we'll go and do that. Um, typically a, a Sunday here and there, uh, once I'm off work and CJ will head up and usually like there's a dirt oval race somewhere that he'll want to go to. So we'll, we'll hit that if we can. Um, there's tracks. It's not like it used to be. We used to be able to run, race four nights a week because right. we had two tracks in green Bay. There's a track in Milwaukee, one at two in Appleton. Now that's kind of a couple of those have went out of business. So we only have really one in each city. Um, but you can club race still three nights yeah. a week if you want to yeah. travel. Two, yeah. Two weeks ago I ran, Three nights. I went down to Milwaukee Friday night to run at Trackside. Awesome place. Saturday, went up to Dirt Heaven, which is up here in um, New Franklin. That's the Dirty H. That's the Dirty H. Dirty H. Dirty H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all come Dirty to, they come to the Crandon. They shut down it's got a RC track for Crandon. Yeah. Yeah, I see having non-existent. Yeah. He's no, no, through, no. He's going through a divorce. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm saying <laughs> the, dirty, the Dirty H. The Dirty H shuts Cheap down chicken. for chicken. Crandon. Oh, it shuts down. <laughs> yeah, it shuts down to come to Crandon because they come to the races. Mm. Oh, that's, oh, okay. that's a, like a lot of the guys that run locally around here are guys that also follow like short course races. Oh, okay, nice. Yep. So just you never thought about going back like competitively at all? Not like, working too much now. Well, and, and that's what I figured is like you know you, you got a job like things kind of you know. Life happens. So 2017 into 2018, I kind of had to make a decision of if I was going to try to do this and actually really do it. So about, I took about eight months and um, went to as many races as I could, spent every dime I had pretty much trying to get there. Yeah. And it just didn't, it didn't have the talent. That's really what it was. Um, had enough, I worked hard enough that, and I ran enough that I could be competitive, but was never going to, what in the hell was that? You didn't hear that? Um, you, ever, you ever thought about going like the Kurt, Kurt uh, Jesus Christ, Jeez. Kurt oh. Warner route where you just like, you had it and then you don't have it and then you come back, win a Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe but, get this bad boy out there one more But you got to have it though first. Yeah, you had you, it. You, you uh, had it. Had it a little. Bro, I'm looking at a fucking championship RC car right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. He's probably what? The only one in Wisconsin? From Wisconsin? Yeah. To ever like win some, that event? That's like, oh yeah, yeah I, I banged a supermodel. Oh, uh, no. Chad. Chad. Chad, do. What on that in 2015? 
I think I do remember that. Yeah. Where is this race held at? California. California. You oh shit! Whoa, <laughs> damn. Dude, they're all inside. Huntington Beach. They're all indoors. They're the huge facilities that are indoors. They have misters that turn on in between each race and miss the track. And they're like full on supercross tracks, like big triples, whoops, berms, like. Literally, it's it's a miniature motocross track or supercross track for RC cars, and all the pits are inside. All this, the <laughs> well, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about what I got going on over here. <laughs> the store, they'll have like a you usually you walk in and there's a hobby store, and then through the hobby store is the pits, and there'll be hundreds of people at each event, right? And then the track will be this huge area, and the driver stands up there with misters and anything you can imagine, and to, to give you an example of really how big the sport is right now, there's a, a race going on. So obviously a lot of you guys know what the chili bowl is yeah. and it's going on right now, or it's just about to end. Well, during the big chili bowl in the building right next to it is the RC chili bowl. It's same thing. It's dirt oval RC. So it's sprint cars, it's late models, it's, but tent scale, this size, it'd be like putting a body on this and it 623 entries that sold out in 24 minutes. What? Shit. You had to, you had to, when they post it, you have to be sitting there waiting and then you enter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically you get in. <laughs> 600 entries. And it was 79 heats is yeah. 80 I, heats. Yeah. 80 heats. That's 80 crazy. heat races yeah. um, to run. And that they go there, they bring full on enclosed trailers. What? Y- yes. Yes, that have like tables and oh, yeah, shelves and trailer, trailers all decked out, cabinets, yeah. everything. It'll need. literally look like a, our race trailer, but <laughs> smaller, small, like small. a bumper pull. Yeah, one of the biggest yeah. companies, uh, Tony Stewart, um, owns Custom Works. Owns an RC company. Owns an RC car company. And Dirt they oval. bring, like this last year, they had a Mercedes, what's those? Mercedes? A Sprinter. Sprinter van that they had all decked out. And then this year they brought a custom trailer with a truck. And it's all like they brought carpet, like they roll a carpeting out. And big tents, everything. And Tony will come there and he'll he'll just check in on how his company's running because he'll be at the, the real chili bowl on the other side. And then when he's satisfied, he'll run a car, maybe crash it, wreck it. And yeah. Like, here's give it to somebody else, and then he'll go back to the real stuff. Blows <laughs> my mind how big this that is. Yeah, yeah. This is nuts. So what does it cost to start something like this? To what level? This yeah. level right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This level right here. What we're looking because at in front of us. Okay. Yeah, we know Oof, what a tracks is cost and, and how to get into that. But a level at this, if you want to start that one. Yeah. yeah but, so me, I guess. you could build this like same what car what 10 different buy, ways. What, what I'm going to buy tomorrow. He's like, I'm yeah. asking for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. for a friend. Trying to diversify here. So the first thing is none of them come pre-built. None of them. If you want a good car, they, they come disassembled. They're just in a bunch of little baggies and you got to build the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like Legos. And yeah, like, like Legos. Legos. Right, and they're anywhere from... Kinetics. Well, now they're what? Four, 400 bucks for a kit? I mean, just the roller, roller. kit alone. You're so probably that's no electronics or tires or body. Oh, shit. What? 350 bucks, probably. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. And that's then... Dude, that's feasible. Then the electronics in it. So you have the servo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ESC and motor, which yep. you can get in combos that are anywhere from 150 bucks or 120 bucks, you get an ESC and a motor, which are pretty basic, not very tunable, um, nothing along those lines. Wait, what do you mean tunable? So well, I'll get there. So okay. then, then you go up <laughs> and we'll start at like just the EC or ESC alone, which is the controller for the motor. Yep. 
and you can get a higher end one that's 300 bucks just for the ESC alone. And then you can plug into it and you can basically change all the parameters you want. You can make it do anything you want it to other than drive itself basically. Hmm. So like throttle curve, you can make it so like the power, you can adjust the power curve to actually have a power curve because it's an electric motor. An electric motor doesn't actually have a power curve. It can either pull it or it can't. The curve is straight up and yep. you can keep throwing, say like, so 17.5, which is the motor size yep. is stock class. And then the smaller the number, the bigger the motor. So you can go all the way like mod class. This probably has what? 7.5, 7.0? That's got a 6.5 in it. 6.5 in it. Damn, cheater. <laughs> cheater. Yeah. He's got a big block in it. So, so like he's talking about too. So that power ramp. So like this car, I can remember specifically from this event, they had a big triple that had about a five foot run up to it. And I got there at the start of the weekend. I thought, I'm going to make that triple because there nobody was doing nobody it. Nobody was doing it. And I'm like, I, I got to get my, once I get my car to make the triple, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once I can get my car to make that triple, I'll work on everything else on the track. But the, to make the biggest jump, you're going to, if you can, if you're one of the only guys that can make it, and everyone else is going to double single. You're you've got so much more time that you've made up there. A tent, two tenths, which is huge. And it ended up being huge. almost almost three tenths because of the way it, when you landed the triple, there was a turn at the bottom of it. So the guys that would go into they'd hit double single, they'd come off the single, and then the car's in the air for an extra couple tenths of a second to, before you got to make that corner. So that was one of the things with the ramp. I actually put a positive ramp in it um, to get more power in that first five feet to get enough to make the jump and me not have to worry about it. So if you think of like a better way to explain it or easier way, you look at like a dyno, right? And it has a power curve and it always starts out pretty mellow and then it slowly yep. ramps up. It has like belly in it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what he's saying is he made it go the opposite way. He made it come out and be basically go straight up and then lay over oh, as it went okay. so that right. it was more aggressive. Like for the first, say half throttle or third throttle, it was actually doing 50. <laughs> 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 Who let that cat in here? Where did that thing come from? El Chupacabra. Was that, was that birthday boy? That was birthday boy at his finest. Damn. God damn, boy. How many, how many guys built that one? Was that is, was that five guys oh built that? Oh, man. Oh, I thought someone was duck hunting up and calling in the ducks. Some assholes talking shit over there. How long were you pinching that? Levitated for yeah, a little bit. There. Yeah, he's like, you do it at the weirdest times. Why do you do it? Like, I'm scared now. After after your fucking saddle, I'm scared. I don't plan on like when I'm gonna fart. Like this is like yeah, a, but you could hold him just like wait for a pop. But, but it hurts. Daddy, it hurts. <laughs> Not, uh, uh you got your digging already. Yep. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Sorry, it's got to accept it today. Yeah, it's got to accept yep. it. It's not my day. It's his. <laughs> oh yeah, you got your, you got your dig. You can't say it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hey, but you can tell Lyle, and he can say it. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> He's like, nah. I was like, oh, I got my own dick. <laughs> and I'm just saving yeah, it. It's, yeah. just, it's just brewing like that fart. <laughs> wonder, you're not going to be able to hear that, right? Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Well, I know we heard it, but are no, they going to no, be No, 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 no. It was loud. Yeah. Was it? It was yeah I think I heard it through here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if he I heard did... it through here, but I definitely heard I it through I should have turned the... my mic and did it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I do. Yeah. Like, Casey didn't hear 
Jeffrey's burp and he heard it. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> so Good when work, I play buddy. cod and I fart, that's what I do. Good my head work. sits on this side. I go like this and I go. <laughs> so that everybody can hear. Yeah. It's so no. I apologize, Brad. I apologize. Yeah. So oh, no. power curve. Yeah. <laughs> We're making a triple. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Power curve. He was like, I wanted to show you in fart form. Yeah. That was like a that was like a standard power curve. That was like. Uh, is that how your RC sounds sometimes? <laughs> kind of. You make all kinds of noises. <laughs> <laughs> you pick it. We can make it. Oh, oh man. Fuck. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. So That's how how Applebee's commercial. Let's tune it back up. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you were finishing a question up or not. I know no, you just keep going. We'll, we'll loop back around. So <laughs> when it comes to these tracks, um, what is what is like, is there a specialty for you then where it's like longer track is better, more complex is better, like a super cross style track, like a fast flowy track? Like what's something that was like super beneficial to you that you felt that maybe you had an advantage over like other guys? Um, so we actually talked about the tires at this race. So um, you explained the prep thing a little bit on one of the last podcasts, but we run tire prep basically. So every mm -hmm. time before you go out, you'll sauce your tires. You'll take some type of sauce either you've made or you've bought and you'll scrub it on your so tires. Like Chalua or like, uh, Louisiana. Mountain Dew. Like Mountain uh, Oh. Johnny Holter uses Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Sriracha. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll, you'll sauce your tires and you'll wait about five minutes for it to dry. Then you'll go out and run. With that, with this race, there's a spec tire saw. So they have a community. And a spec tire. So, it's, okay. right. so the tread pattern and the compound is all spec'd out. You have to purchase they're, it at the track. They're branded, so you, they knew how to mark them. Yeah. Right there. Oh, okay. They actually brand the tire at On the inside? Like this. Yeah. Right where the black mark is, there's a little OC. Okay. It's so much more technical than any mm -hmm. kind of racing I've ever done. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like F1 where they have like a, yeah. like, like a spec tire and then you have to. Yes, have essentially. To okay. And then, so that, that's the same idea, but then they have a spec sauce as well. So you'll go to the track or right before you go to put your car on the track, they'll have a gallon jug that's got toothbrushes in it. And you'll put that, you can only use that sauce because it's made to be really mellow. Some of the tire sauces that we'll like, we'll bring to the track are half diesel fuel and stuff that you don't want to be told. <laughs> They're toxic. They're really toxic. You'll walk in and you'll be like, smells like chemicals in here. So <laughs> does that make it more like tacky then or like more grip or oh, yeah. kind of the... So it'll soften the tire up a lot. So those tires right now are really hard because they've been sitting. They haven't well. been sauced forever. No comment. What? <laughs> what? That wasn't... I think it was his foot. Nope. Oh, no. He goes, he goes, oh, those tires are really hard right now. I was like, oh, uh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, yeah, I hit the... Uh, God damn. My bad. No, I missed the hard joke, but... Oh, I did it. So they don't allow us to uh, bring tires back home normally, but when we go to the hotel at night, this race, you can bring your tires back to the hotel. Well, what a lot of guys would do is they'd bring them back to the hotel and then they'd use their sauce that they brought. Yeah. Well, the problem with that, and a guy that had won it years before had told me, don't do that because you're going to sauce your tires with something that's really aggressive right away on Thursday when we get there, and you're going to be really fast on Friday. But then when it comes time on Sunday, when the track gets good and the grip is high, your tires are going to be too soft. And when the tires are too soft and there's a lot of grip, the car will get really hard to drive. Okay. And you're limited on the amount of tires you get. At that okay. event. Right. So yeah, I got two sets at that event. That was it. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say because these look a little wore out. No, those aren't even good yet. No. So I, I mean, mounted I mean, they're a new close. I mounted a new set for Sunday. 
Um, and I sauced them up. I went out and ran our two minutes of practice on Sunday morning and the car wouldn't even go around the track. I was really concerned <laughs> um, because they're brand new and they haven't worn an edge off yet um, where it's not the same as short course where you want that fresh edge of a tire. Yep. You yeah. actually want them wore down in a direction because uh, they'll actually make more grip that way. Oh, shit. Okay. So we take brand new tires. Explain it, Casey. Um, so what we do is we take a scotch Bright, either green or you can probably go with a red one. But or sandpaper. It, or sandpaper. And you put it on a... You put it on a Dremel or a, not, not a Dremel, but a drill and you basically sand it down on the drill and uh, you probably run it for about a minute and you're going back and forth with your hand with this Scotch-Brite and you kind of grind it down for maybe 30 seconds to a minute till it kind of wears an edge. Okay. But you make sure you do it in the same direction that the, the tires are rotating. Okay. So you never go both ways. You never, never go both ways. Unless never, you really want to get ways. never one never. way. Never. One way. One way. One way. One way. Mm-hmm. Exit only. Exit only. Exit only. And that's not Maybe a lot of this race ways. either. You can't <laughs> but you can't at, yeah, at the Reedy race, you can't do any tire grinding. You get a fresh set of tires, you, you have to run them, them on the car and you have to run them in on the track the way it is. So then each competition then has like different rules. Rules. Yeah. Okay. So, so this, it's not this Reedy race universal. That, yeah, this Reedy race that Brad one is specific. Like you can't do any kind of fancy stuff with tires or nothing. You go there, it's all specked out. And so they do it to try to make the racing better because it seems yeah. like otherwise every person's on a, on a different brand tires, right? There's, <laughs> there's three, four brands that are good and they're the good guys are all collecting a paycheck from them. So they have to run them. Well, there'll be one guy or two guys that are on brand a. And to give you an example, like the tire that's on here right now, came in five different compounds. Okay. And then we have three nowadays, you'd have three or four different tread patterns in five different compounds. Jeez. And you can run any of them. Yeah. Other than at vent, big events like this. So they were trying to get rid of the tire war because say brand B brought out this new compound just for this weekend. They'd be fucking three tenths faster than everybody. And Tires in RC, we were talking about beforehand, is, is insane. You could take us three sitting here that that raced RC, Brad, myself, Casey, and take his car right here and go around the track with these tires on it. And you'd swear, you'd watch us and go, this motherfucker want to race? Like, he's, <laughs> he's actually, like, done something. And then you could take the same car, drive over to the wall, put a set of tires on it that's prepped, scuffed, whatever, and it would probably go flip over backwards. Like it'd have that much grip. They'll it's probably the, 90% of the setup. 90% of, of it is tires. Yeah. So that's why these races have become um, so specked out is because if it's not tires, then it's tire sauce. Uh, who's using what sauce? And is yeah. it a sauce that's better? And then every place you go runs a different sauce and it lays into the track. And then it depends on if your sauce jives with the, the sauce that's already soaked into the dirt. So a lot of the times you're trying to run the common sauce that everybody's running because it sticks to each other a lot better. Yeah. That's what, that's what everybody's running. And that's what is so crazy about RC is how important the tire game is. And that's what honestly brought us over into short course on working on tires so hard. We work really, really hard on tires and, and trying different tires and trying different tread patterns and all that, because we've seen firsthand a really good car and all you do is swap the tires and how shitty it's gotten. And we saw it firsthand this year with my Pro 4. 
putting a set of tires on it that we didn't have time to test. We didn't know the groove. We didn't know the setup. My fucking couldn't get my shit to go around the bu- the track if I fucking was paid to. And I was getting paid to do it. And I still couldn't make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I was just struggling. Well, that's where we like a lot of people be like, oh, it's setup. We're going to start chasing setup, chasing setup. Well, you got to decide right now. You're either going to chase tires or you're going to chase setup. We went, well, let's go see if we can find a better tire and try some different tires with a setup we already know is good. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing it is with this. A lot of times you'll come in, you'll be a tenth and a half to three tenths off per lap, which is huge in RC. And some people are going to change their setup. Majority of us are going to fucking pull out our box of fucking tires. <laughs> and every And what's really crazy about it is we bag or tube or box every set of tires because we don't want them to dry out like i don't know who made it who made that that thing where you actually put water in it and it controls the moisture level level inside the fucking tire tube oh yeah paul from gravity rc, or gravity RC makes that as well yeah like a humidifier yeah basically yeah. or a humidor like for cigars kind of thing Almost the exact same thing, yeah, yeah but like, for tires. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> that goes on. <laughs> and I'll blow your mind even more right now. So a lot of us run what we call a chassis protector, which is on the bottom of the car. And all it is is a piece of vinyl to keep the car from wearing out like this, right? Like you, obviously you guys can't see, but all of us sitting here, um, it's a hard anodized aluminum chassis. You see yep. all the silver, right, where it wears off. Yep. yep. Well, someone figured out that a chassis protector being vinyl sticks to the track more than no chassis protector. So every, we all took chassis protectors off because the chassis protector would get dirt stuck to it. And when you'd bottom out, that's the difference with like RC cars is they're not built to jump and land and like save you. There's nobody in it. We don't yeah. give a fuck how, long, how hard it lands. We want it to go fast. So they're built to like bang off the track, like bang off the ground. And they figured that the this chassis protector, the dirt, that would get stuck to it and leave marks on it started sticking to the track and you'd see the car stop and we started taking them off and they stopped sticking. <laughs> so one thing too, is these cars are not, we're not racing them on super loose dirt. Like you're going to see a Crandon or dirt seat or anything like that. They're being raced on clay that is hard packed. Yeah. So like uh, it's dirt racing, but it's like circle racing almost. Almost. Yes. Yeah. But it's worse. a blue groove track. Oh, no, shit. no dust really. Like it's, like we blow the track off after every single class that runs. Yeah. They blow the track off. And majority of the tracks now have went to running slicks. No tread on them. There's no dust. And the slick just bites the track better than anything else. As crazy as it sounds. There's tracks that are even starting to glue the track. They'll glue it with like Elmer's glue or some kind of glue that they'll spray it with like a weed sprayer. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets tackier and shit. It's almost like running on freaking Velcro. Velcro. <laughs> it's insane. And I've never, I've never ran a glued track. Have you, Brad? I have. Yeah. What, what do you think? Hate it. Yeah. I, I would love to go back to the days when I started racing when I was 10, where we were actually throwing roofs because we didn't have hard pack tracks. We ran treaded tires. Um, I will say it makes it easier though. Like one of the things for a race like this, when you're flying to California or wherever, we used to carry or ship a box of 35 to 40 sets sometimes because you don't know what compound and what tread you're going to need. So that gets expensive really quick when you're starting to have to ship tires or you're like I did for a couple of races, we were smashing tires and putting them in your clothes bag. 
Well, like I had, <laughs> I had sets of tires like in my sock drawer and or sock part of the bag, you know, because you're trying. He to, brought the whole dresser. Yeah. <laughs> <plane. laughs> yeah. So you're trying to make sure that you have everything you need, and that was that's one of the nice things about having a spec tire race like this is you you go there, you buy your couple sets, and you're done. You don't have to worry about that. The only thing like th- th- this race, you had to worry about the spec sauce, and guys would take the tires back to the hotel, sauce them, and then. They'd come out Friday and they'd have perfectly prepped tires already. And it took Sunday until these tires actually came in and were working really good. Um, that's mainly just because they didn't have enough prep in them right away to get to where they were oversauced. I just got really lucky. You talk about one of those things that it worked. I didn't have to worry about the tires being too good at too early. They literally came in at the, when a main event time came, they were perfect. Yeah. And I, really to this day, that's kind of one of the things that got it done. Yeah. Is that almost then become a strategy you think where, <clears throat> so like, let's say, you know, you, you had your tires come in at the perfect time. Uh, the next time, you know, hypothetically you go and compete, would that be something you would try to recreate then where it's like, okay, like I did this last time it worked. Do you think that you can like duplicate that again? Yeah. So when one, when I won Reedy open in 18, I went there 19 and got into the invitational class. Um, didn't really have a whole lot of business being there, but I went there with this. I, I built almost the same car and set, put the setup on it the same exact way that it was. I went there and the car was pretty good, but the tire situation is different. Yeah. Um, so yes and no. Um, at other races though, no, because other races you're going to sauce. We'll go through seven sets of tires in a weekend sometimes, and you're saucing those and you want them perfect before you even get there. Yeah. Um, where this, you kind of builds throughout the weekend with this. What's what even, was, what was the tire you ran there in 19? JC's are pro lines. It was pro line tires. Positrons. Yep. Interesting. So they were. I was there in 2020. And open. In open, and we yeah we ran pro line in two wheel, and then we ran JC JC in four wheel. Four wheel. Yeah. Now, dude, for the prep for this car, did you run this car all season, or did you build a new one just for this race? So how this actually happened is this car got ran. Uh, the week before at a, a big race in the Midwest, um, uh, two weeks before I did not have, I did not get in the lottery cause I had a shit 2017. Um, and I, so I, and I had to re-enter the lottery, so I didn't have an automatic entry. I didn't get in the lottery. So I thought, well, I'm not going. And I, we all know him, Brandon Rohde from live RC. He runs like a lot of the scoring systems and stuff for, um, even I think dirt city has live time now. I'm, we've been good friends with him for a long time. And I told him, I said, Hey man, I, I can't go. Like the, I didn't get in. And the week before the Reedy race, they have a race into Reedy for the last couple guys. There's always somebody that cancels. They can't go. Yep. So they'll let, they'll say, okay, we're going to put on a race on Saturday. And the three people that if we have three spots open, the th- top three guys are going to get in. So Brandon gave me kind of an ultimatum and said, listen, like I need somebody to go run camera that weekend. So, so I'll make you a deal. He's like, I'll fly you out there. He's like, you can race on Saturday. If you get into the race, he's like, you can stay with us the whole weekend. Don't worry about it. You don't have to work. Nothing. Just worry about racing. If you don't, I need you to run camera the whole week. Okay. I'm like, man, that's, that's a hell of a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, especially for a friend, you know, um, shit. And we, wish someone else did that. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> hey, I was, I was already thinking like, like this thing needs to go to KOH because we're gonna have two weeks coming up in KOH. I know that we gotta talk about that. So after. we're just gonna yep. put it in yeah. the trailer in between us with, and, and on the 36 hour drive with, we're just gonna podcast the whole no. way. Oh, are you? We, we were talking about it. 
Could you imagine like the conversations? <laughs> Thirty six hours, like yeah, yeah, just like huh, who's your fantasy crush? Oh my god, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but so you, so they flew you out. You qualified. You had to race in. Yep, had to race in. I didn't even know when it was. Yeah, so I had to race in. I ended up winning the race into the race. How um, many did they take that year? Two. Damn. Damn. I got lucky. Um, Brad's the, pretty good. Brad's pretty good. Used to be. Yeah. Used to be. Don't let him downplay <laughs> yeah. it. So, uh, he just yeah. went to DH last week and mopped everybody after not racing, after locking people up and stealing Ooh. drugs from people for the last three months. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> <that right? laughs> Someone else rolling in. To the, right, C-spot, to the C-section. C-section. Yeah. It's because he can't find the G-spot either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've not seen the C-section before. Yeah. Yeah. No, other than that, I, I, that's not entirely true. I got my ass kicked. So you, won, so you won the race to get in and then you ended up winning the whole thing? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Can you so imagine that? You won Dude. the LCQ. You yeah. should have yeah. won the That's, that's kind of what so, it would be like. But like yeah. what, with this vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. All so, I can think about is like golf. Like imagine winning like an amateur tournament to get into the masters and then you get into the masters and then you're like, like oh, I'm going to go ahead and fucking win. I was in college at the time and couldn't afford shit. And that's one of the reasons Brandon, and he's always been a good friend of mine. He knew that I couldn't afford to go even. Yeah. So that's why he offered. So then Monday and Tuesday were off days. Well, they didn't have enough spec tires branded for the weekend to sell. So I spent, they paid for my entry that way. I actually worked at Team Associated at the uh, track out there and branded tires for two days straight with a Saturn iron. <laughs> no. That's so, crazy, so, I could, so I could race. I actually branded the set of tires that's on this car. So um, then, so not only did he win the amateur tournament, then he's like, oh, I'm going to go mow the fucking course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to go fucking glue fucking driver glip on for a week. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then he's like, oh, and then now, now I got to go play. Like, yeah. He doesn't even have a caddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those weekends where everything I touch turned to shit, but that shit was fast. <laughs> <laughs> so like diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. That's wild, dude. We should, dude, there's a there's a movie there. Mm-hmm. Telling you. Imagine oh. an RC movie. Dude, I bet you it'd be better than the F1 fucking series. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. We call it Ooh, we call it we call it RCBS. BS. Like, oh, because it's your initials? Here we go, bro. Uh, here we, we go. Oh, are we making a are we making, Shira, a, are we making a comeback? Watch it. Yeah, are we making a comeback? Yeah. We're gonna make a we're yep. gonna make a thirty for thirty on you. Yep. <laughs> no, hey, at least doing this, like it, if you get pulled over in Lena, you might get a slide by because it'll be him. <sighs> well, I'll be sure. It almost know happened. <laughs> We know. Good thing, uh, good thing Lyle talked me out. <laughs> Dirt City weekend, you better behave. Dude, I was walking and stumbling Dude, to my car. Do you not remember my Dirt City? I uh, know. I was there. Fucking <laughs> 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 trash right now. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah, no. So I was actually thinking about that on the way over here. Two of the things that I've never forgotten. The first phone call I got 10 minutes after was him after winning. And the second, te- the first text I got was Seapot, actually. Oh really? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's where C Pod. Oh yeah, I forgot. C Pod was the big, big RC guy. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. C Pod was so wild. So C Pod was a guy that would like. He so at the end at Trackside, which is in Milwaukee, which is his kind of home track. He had a light switch, and if the light switch was my on, that basically meant go fuck yourself. I ain't talking to you. I yeah, had a he bad day. A bad <laughs> he, he's yep. he's like on or off, right? And he, if you were one of his good friends, he was always a sweetheart and nice. Yeah, guy. but. 
he was a light switch, right? So he was the guy that would go out round one, be on a heater, be on a TQ pace. One dude would fuck up and he'd run into him and he'd just run his car square into the wall wide open. Boom! <laughs> and just explode it. Just, just explode it into a hundred pieces because one guy <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> what? He always rebuild it though. Uh, oh, always. <laughs> he, he would come back and sit down and be like, fuck. Now I got to rebuild it. And he'd get out the Dremel and start fucking cutting parts. Like, oh, this part, you know, I made that one. So I got, I got to make another one. I'm going to yeah. makeshift it because I don't have the stuff. But he was always such a wild card. Like you never knew if he was going to show up and just be faster mm-hmm. and shit that day. Or if he was going to be like a hole in the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> At the dirty age, I, I remember watching C-Pod freaking mow his car into the cement wall like probably three or four times. Dude, so many <laughs> times. So many times. Just didn't give a shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at he the same time, just- like we used to go to him, I, the rear shock tower on this car, uh, he made maybe like three or four different kinds at one point. Like he was the guy you went to if you needed something custom made. He like did. you talked to Seapod. Like Damn, how many, really? You have car parts all over the, your shop yeah. that were made by him. Yeah. Him and I built a car at the end, the last car, the uh, dirt oval car that we ran him and I built and designed together. Really? Yep. So we are him and I went, went there one year, um, to this big dirt oval race in Milwaukee and it was, uh, the foam tire national and we're the only two with this car and him and I wouldn't tell anyone about it. He knew about it and I knew about it and we kind of each had our own design. It was, they were the same, like all the holes, if you overlaid them, yeah. mounting points were the same, but they looked a little different so that no one could like put us together. And by yeah. the end of the weekend, people were like, all right, you gotta, you gotta fucking give it to us. And that's when I did my GFRP deal and I'm still GFRP, which is a company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, we want in and CPOD basically did the same thing. And we called them purple cars because <laughs> GFRP is red and custom works, which is a different brand is blue. And we took parts from both of them kind of to make them. And then a company started producing them, um, as prototype cars to develop theirs. Cause they wanted to figure out how to beat it. Yeah. And they, they couldn't like, they were just like, this thing's freaking good. So they called them purple cars for a little while. And then eventually, uh, a lot of the ideas and it got shared and now I would say both the GFRP and the foam tire, uh, custom works foam tire sprint car are all based a lot off of what we built. Damn. <laughs> Revolutionizing yeah, right? the game. Just, uh, yeah. Engineers Holy over here. Shit, well, it's kind of one of the weird things about RC is you can go buy the competitor's car tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like I could go get a pro four from somebody and be like, I need CJ's pro four, whatever's in that <clears> truck. <throat> I want like order me. Yeah. And you can do that. And that's, that. <laughs> it's, it's definitely something yeah. for sure. So at these events, do, do people go and like actually like watch it? So like, let's say it's not necessarily <clears throat> like your family members or your friends. Do people like show up and like watch this or is it just a big competition that like everyone's there kind of like knowing that we're here to. Um, so it depends. So like the outdoor a scale events, you'll get some spectators for, cause that that's a spectacle when you're, you got a track that's 250 by 300 foot and the cars are jumping 30 to 50 feet at 40 miles an hour yeah. that people want to see. Yeah. The indoor stuff's a little bit different. Um, especially with the tire prep, some of the nasty tire prep that we use smells so bad that you I, have would, a I wouldn't take my time. family there. You go in there with Tylenol uh, right away. Just damn. know that you're going to say the RC chili bowl that's going on this week. That's in a horse arena. That is just ginormous. Yeah. It's like the size of the actual track, uh, the real chili bowl track. And you walk into that building and it hits you like a wall. The, smell 
Yeah. Like it's, it's thick in there. So no, no bitches at this thing. Very minimal. Yeah, very minimal. Let me yeah. tell you, if, if you bring, <laughs> if you bring a sober right to savage to the RC track, yeah. dude, jaws are dragging. <laughs> <laughs> like no lie. Like first, first of all, uh, a CJ seven or like like a uh, me and Jeff no, like, seven, like a CJ seven. Okay, okay. Oh, so that's like a And if they are better looking than normal, they're usually with Casey. So, I know, man. God, if I look so like I mean, you, bro. God. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll give you guys there, a little backstory. There's been a running joke about my nickname. At the track. Oh, I'm just gonna tell it. <laughs> go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you tell. I want to no, hear your no, side. No, I want to no, hear no. your you side. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't. You All tell right. it. <laughs> <laughs> He's. A, I don't know. You yeah. tell it. Yeah. So, even in my phone right now, it says Casey Playa. Because <laughs> we play and and when he walks in, majority of us will be like, "What up, player?" And that that was the name. I just yeah. had the swag, man. The swag was the swag. Friday was one chicken, Saturday was a different one. Hey, I like at the track. <laughs> RC competition. I liked uh, bringing the girls to see what I do. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, what so, so you would bring them. I'd bring them there to see what it was about, you know, and like, <laughs> to watch so you. I, we had this conversation two months ago. Yeah. I think I asked, I told you the sound. I was like, dude, how do you do it? Yeah. How do, how you, do you do how it? How do you bring them to the track and still bring them home? And then they, yeah. Like, without, it's easy. Just bring them there and then take them home. home. Yeah. Without <laughs> using your face though. I wouldn't like, how necessarily do you? bring them home. Oh, it's right there at the track. Like yeah. you, <laughs> so you're fucking nasty, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping it in the bathroom stalls, huh? Dude, hey. this, this is like before we hardly any of us even knew him, right? And he brings this one chick. We're like, oh, is that your girlfriend? Yeah, that's my girlfriend, whatever. And the next day, it was like, wait, <laughs> that, that ain't the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you guys would catch up. <laughs> like she was blonde yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was still blonde again. <laughs> so that that's uh that's how that he got the nickname. And it is stuck. It that was probably that was probably like uh what? 10 that years was, ago God, that was that was a long time Playa. those were some bad days of me so come on bad days of yeah me. yeah that's like tiger woods being like oh man i was out here banging everything but i was winning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a casey i don't ever want to uh, go back to damn maybe Let's once that though. way like, no <laughs> kind of want to see I, it I, you know well i want to see greatness tonight Dude, if Michael Jordan was like, oh, if I could do one day, like, I'd like to see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can make it happen. We just go, go back to goat form, bro. Come on. Just once. I, I don't regret it. But, yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey's just in awe. Yeah, look at him. He's just looking at me. He's, oh, I'm just getting so many bitches, boss. I'm tired. He's like, you know how you feel for CrossFit? That's, that's how I feel, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These race weekends. Was, the most exciting thing for me to do that was to see everyone's look on their face. Yeah. You still get that now. Yeah. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah. If anything, I was so surprised that the girl brushed by you and went to, went to Jeffrey. Well, the fumble. That the was, butterball. Uh, yeah, the fumble. I was actually very surprised. Yeah, the fumble of New Year's Eve. I mean, if That's you can see. Yeah, the fumble of the New, fumble Year's New Year's Eve. Yeah, if you can see Casey, you, you wonder, you're like, why me? Oh, dude, he almost yeah. had his like arms open like, come here, yep. baby girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I asked Casey the next day. I'm like, one, you didn't even help him out. No. Like, what the fuck? No. Didn't even help him out. He was pretty gone, though. He's like, 
I was so drunk. I don't even know if I know what she looks like. Man. I was like, 11, bro. I was on another planet. I was on another planet. What were you drinking? Whatever they gave everything. to him. It was that, it was that Dude, kind you're, of you're, thing. Your homeboy, though. Way. Your homeboy was... Capitilla? Uh, I don't know. who Was that your friend? Baby oh, Brad? yeah, yeah. The, the guy in the jacket oh. and the hat. Baby yeah. Brad. Baby Brad. He misses yeah. RC, too. Yeah. Dude, he was a lot of fun. He was. Dude, he was, he was, good, was good dude. He kept staring at me, and I was ready to fuck it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like 100 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, what are you worried about? Pound a man. Dude, he was fucking just staring me down for like 20 minutes. That's because like, you probably used to race motocross with him, and you didn't even realize it. Yeah, so he's no, probably that, staring no, at you no. going, do I know this guy? He's like, no, no, that's what he said. That's what he said. Afterwards, yeah, I was like, hey, dude, what's going on? I was like, pop, 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 pop. and I was like, what's going on, dude? And he was like, no, he was like, are, are you straight with you? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 36, bro. I'm I'm old. I've raced 10 years. Baby Brad's like 24, 23. Baby Lyle. No, he's yeah. older than that. No, no, no. he's 24. He's, yeah, he's probably 24. <laughs> He's probably been drinking since he's like 15, then I guess. But, but anyway, That's why we call him Baby Brad. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty fucked up by the end of the night. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was Casey. Fun. That was fun. Casey was. Casey was? I and was Baby Brad? Yeah, yeah. They, they, straggler yeah, they, they both were. They were we were ripped. We had a good time, boys. Yeah. It was New Year's, right? It was you got to have a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we left at three, and this guy was still. Yeah. you leave the bar. Well, they stay open until 4.30 for some reason on New Year's. It was all at 3.30. There's no law. Don't have to close. He would knows. He would yep, know. See, no law. Wait, huh. what? Yeah, I think some bars can choose to close at 4:30. I don't know if there's anything written in stone that it's 4:30. Um, on New yeah. Year's. New Year's Eve. Yeah, they they don't have to close at 2:30. They can stay open. Oh yeah, no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you found out. Yeah, that. yeah I found out. Uh, yeah, it was 1:50, and they're like, "Hey." Three pizza in the back, and we're up until four thirty. And I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed." No, you're to- like, "Fuck, you wanted the pizza?" <laughs> no, I, the pizza was cold. <laughs> <laughs> Took one bite, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> "I guess I'll still have another." Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So, Casey, have you ever won anything as prestigious as Mr. Brad? Um. You know what? I've been to that Reedy race that Brad went to. However, I didn't do the greatest. I actually struggled pretty hard at that race. Um, the nerves get the best of me, but uh, I got the, I was I was in the D main. I looked today. I was mid pack D main. So D D main. So there's an A main. There's a B main. There's a C main. There's a D. There's however it'll go down the alphabet with however many people are there. Yeah, you could be in the fucking G. So, <laughs> so D mean means nothing though. D is like, dude, like D is for dildo. D is for you suck. Like a for like when we a race is, motocross, it's like a, B, C. Correct. correct. Yeah, dude, but, 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 it, but it's not D. based on, a, on um, <laughs> like class and experience like motocross. Yeah. You're all qualified. Yep, so, yep. Say there's 30 so of you. you're all good there. Yeah. Say, or there's 50 of you. You all qualify, and then the top ten goes in the A main. Eleven oh, through, yeah. through twenty first goes in the B main. Hear me out. It now you go thirty two <laughs> to forty two or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a good. It wasn't a good. So he's like so fifty. He's pretty modest though, because the Reedy race goes down to I think uh, N main, O main. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you're. I mean, there's three hundred. Oh. Two hundred, and okay. he was probably oh forty. Well, 40th, 50th. Mid-pack-ish. Yeah, 40, 50. I've always been like a mid-pack 
kind of driver, but, um, but he's good enough to be better. Honestly. Yeah. Like locally, when we go out and throw down anybody, basically you can bring Cole, which was, who was originally supposed to be on tonight, who is, I would say one of, one of the best we've had come out of the state. That's actually getting paid to do it and put his heart and soul into, well, should be putting his heart <laughs> and soul into it, collecting a paycheck, doing it. Um, he locally, Casey, Brad, any of them can throw down with him. Oh, it's yeah. just a matter of some guys can go to big races and do really well. Yep. And some guys can be just as fast as them anywhere they go other than at big races. Yeah. They yep. just, they can just never put yeah. it together. Yeah. Okay. I could never like really put it together the greatest, but I would have to say the, the biggest race that I've won, I think was 2016, 2015 or 16 was a spectrum race in Milwaukee. And I won a spec 13, five class that year on a borrowed car from Rose, not Zach Rose. It was a TLR belt car 1.0 when oh, everyone yeah. was getting the 2.0 from, I forgot the guy's name. Hmm. He There's probably a hundred entries at that for that class though, wasn't there? Yeah. Paul Cincerillo was one of the biggest names in that class, but Chincherillo, Chincherillo. <laughs> they call him Chicky, but, uh, I actually won that year. So, um, that was probably the biggest race that I won, um, which I was, I was pretty excited about it. It was on a borrowed car, which <laughs> makes it cool. Yeah. It made it really cool. Well, a lot of the times though too, that those classes can actually be more difficult to win because you have a, it's a little bit slower car, yep. so more people that are close to that level will run that class. So then you, you're, you'll have 15 guys that can win rather than maybe six. Yeah, okay. it was dicey. You, yeah. had, you had 10 guys that were dicing back and forth. Like at a big race, we consider there's mod two-wheel drive and mod four-wheel drive. Then there's stock two-wheel drive and stock four-wheel drive. Um, mod four-wheel drive, basically off the entry list, you can probably guess the top three or, or pretty damn close because there's just kind of that big of a divide depending on they don't all go to the same race. Each company kind of picks and chooses which races they want their guys to go to. And some companies don't go to it at all, or they'll only send one guy or whatever. So there's, there's not that many events. I don't even know other than maybe worlds, um, that all and Reedy was, is Reedy still going? No, no, no. no. And COVID and that track shut down. But yeah, other than those that, all the companies send their top guys. Usually nowadays you get five here, five over there. You get three that show up here. So it's hard to put them all on the track at the same time. So it's, it's easier to guess mm -hmm. where in the mod classes, cause that's your pros, right? That's your people getting paid to do it. Where stock is like all your local fast guys that are probably supposed to be in mod and are fast enough mm -hmm. to be in mod, but they're more competitive in stock and Naturally speaking, um, a lot of your local series stock is a lot more popular. So that's what they race weekly. So they just stay in that class. Like at Dirt Heaven that we race locally, I run stock. Should I be in stock? Probably not. I should probably run mod. Yep. But <laughs> he goes, yep. But yep. I, can race against, <laughs> I can race against three dudes a week in fucking mod, or there can be three to four heats of stock. So oh, you, you end up yeah. running stock because it's the dominant class. Yeah. You don't run it because it's slower and it's easier. You no, run it because more it's more fun. It's more fun. It's more fun. There's more dudes. It's more competitive. So, right. um, so what do I need for a stock? 
dude, they have a slash class. <laughs> Johnny Holcher and all his whole clan and clan has been um getting into oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that. Literally stock slashes. You can only run Traxxas parts now, like like two wheel drive or two wheel drive. Oh shit! I got yeah, forward. they're two hundred and thirty bucks at Hobby Town, ready to run. All right, sweet. Ready to <laughs> run. And ready to run. And you got to run the RTR. stock twelve turn motor, and you can change the servo in the receiver to run your own radio, and you can put Traxxas accessories on it, but. So you, that's a good entry class. I think right. you'd, you'd have some fun. We'll see you at the track Saturday. What? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Track on Saturday, buddy. Yeah. Why are you guys going? Yeah. I don't know. Can, maybe. can you drink at these tracks or no? Oh, fuck yeah. That's oh. what we do. Dirt Heaven has a bar Heaven connected to it. has a bar yeah. connected see? to oh, it. Jesus. All right. All right. <laughs> connected you drop, to you it. You drop 230 on the, on the RC car, I'll drop 230 at the bar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're in it together. Dude, it's so fun. Like, you'll go there. J- Jake goes as much as any of us. And when you when you get there, you run a pack or two, and then you go to the bar and you get two drinks right away. And you, then food. you run, order some food, then you run maybe two more packs, and then you go get two more drinks. And by the time the main comes, you're like, "This is fucking great." <laughs> 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 you're either like, "This is great," or "This sucks ass," because I'm I'm just not there anymore. <laughs> like you, you miss the sweet uh, spot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, practice didn't go super well for me last Saturday, so I had a captain and coker two or. So uh, for winning that this race, did you get paid? Chris five fives. <laughs> <laughs> so actually it did um, basically off of contingency money. So how this works is you'll have 15 to 20 guys that are actually paying their mortgage off doing this, yep. maybe in the world. Um, they're supporting families doing whatever else. Then there's a, that lower level of guys that are still getting paid. Like what we talk about Cole being right now, say he's making, 1500 to two, two grand a month. Not enough to live off of it necessarily, but enough to... Still a paycheck. Yeah. Still a paycheck, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And he's living at home and he's going to school, so he's paying college right now. Yeah. You know, like that type of thing. Um, there's probably another 20 or 25 guys doing that. But then all of those guys basically get paid a salary, salary or a retainer for their contract. That's going to carry for usually two to four years. And on top of that salary, they're going to have to sign a contract saying that they're going to be at 30 events a year or 35 events a year. 30 big events or 30 big events that the company will tell them, like he was saying, the company will send them Promote. somewhere. Oh, okay. Promoted events. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Promoted events right. that um, they have to go to. Um, no questions asked. Yep. They can choose to go to more if they want to. And they have certain test sessions, like we talked about now, one of the new things is a lot of social media requirements. A lot of drivers, they're requiring them to make videos about what they're doing to their car. Mm-hmm. Set up videos. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Why, why are you guys all looking at me? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of staring. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody staring at me? <laughs> what did I do? Mm-hmm. And then, so and then they have, usually got to put like captions and stuff to yeah. like what they're what they're posting, right? It, so like, know, let's say if they that, make a video, they don't just post it. There's mm-hmm. like there's yeah, captions and like music sometimes that yeah. are something. You something know, then that. they take their sponsors and everything on the bottom. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. 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 yeah, I see where we're going yeah. with this yeah. now. <laughs> At least I didn't take a video of the computer. <laughs> well, that probably got more hits. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably did. God damn it. You see him breathing in the back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. <laughs> so then the last part of your contract is what they call contingency. So they'll have, like, my contract right now, even being washed up, still has 15 events on it. And nice. if you do well at those events in the top, so third place at, uh, let's say the team associated race, which is in Milwaukee. It's a big one every year. You'll get 250 if you're top qualifier. And then if you finish third, you'll get another 250. Second is 500 and say a win 750. So the guys will, 
they'll run three or four classes though. And three yeah. or four classes have that. So those top guys can make several grand a weekend on top of their salary. And that's yeah. where you get that making a hundred grand a year type of thing. That's where that's coming in. Okay. Are you sponsored? Yeah. Yeah. For dirt oval. For dirt oval. Different from what? Brad no, does? it's a, it's a, well, he runs off-road, 10 scale off-road. Yep. And I run dirt oval, but a lot of the sponsors carry over the same. So like, um, for an example, exalt used to be what well, was Trinity. And then they all split and they make motors and batteries. I have a deal with them. I have a deal with DE, which makes wheels and tires. I have a deal with GFRP, which is chassis only for dirt oval. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them carry back and forth. Oh, where do they race at Milwaukee? Every, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you I got, yeah. Yep. I got uh, five sponsors. Yep. Well, so you guys well, like so, so then hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, You're asking all these questions. You guys are trying to get in. I'm about to fucking go spend a grand here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can build okay. me one. Yeah. <laughs> I, him, I said, if you guys want to try it out, I got two cars at home that are sitting there. You oh, guys really? can gladly take it. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, I work Saturday, so you guys want to take uh, me? Uh, He's like, I want uh, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna drive really fast in the area, and I'm gonna take you to the fucking track. Oh my god, Brad. High speed chase. Oh, they end up at an. RC track. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> We're going to Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly they're negotiating with them on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> no cameras allowed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I told them. I said Wednesday before the pockets, we should have brought them down down to Dirt Heaven and it made you guys mm -hmm. run it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. so, hey, hey, so there's you, you got open every though. Wednesday night. There's a vlog right there. They're open oh, yeah. every Wednesday night for practice. And there's Johnny Hulter goes every Wednesday mm -hmm. with his little crew, and they have all slashes. And some of us go every now and again and go out there and burn laps on Wednesdays. For a little while there, we got on a kick of burning laps on Wednesdays all the time. Cheap chicken. Cheap chicken, boy. Damn. At the bar, it's mm. cheap chicken. I've been going for the bar on Wednesdays, but lately anyway. Hey, there's nothing wrong with So that. how much did you win? You never answered. So yeah. a contingency for that, I believe, because so it's multiple sponsors. So Associated, Motive, J Concepts, all those companies had contingency for that race. So I think it was, you took home 5,500 bucks, six grand yeah. that weekend. And he That's got a free good. ride there. Yeah. Yeah. So did anything come for arrive? Arrive. Hey, we don't say we don't race? say come yeah. C U M on this show, so we have to arrive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did anything arrive from winning the race, like for you? Uh like no. did you get like deals, sponsors, more? Like Well, so one of the questions we actually had was this car. So they took it back to Team Associated, which is the company that he was already sponsored by all these. Was people. Already sponsored okay. by all these people, so they didn't have a whole lot more to give you other than the contingency, mm -hmm. right? And there's there's another thirty guys around the U.S. like me that were doing the same thing that had the same deal. Um, not all of them were there, obviously, but they're they're supporting a lot of people in that kind of farm. It's like a farm team almost. Yep. So you're gonna pick which ones out of there that are really talented. Like Cole Cole that we were gonna have on here at the time was in the same farm team. He was associated forever. Team right. associated. That's a chassis manufacturer okay. mm -hmm. so he was kind of in that team i guess motocross you'd consider it like a lower level team or satellite team yeah and then they'll pick who they want out of that team okay. and that's where that talent comes in like if they can they can put the work ethic into you to a point but you've got to have the talent yeah, yeah. um so that's kind of where that ended for me um but one of the things they did do was they gave me a new car. So I, w I said, Hey, I want to park this one. Like yeah. I want it to sit the way it's the way it is now. Like it hasn't been, the battery's been unplugged. Other than that, the dirt's still on it. The same way it came off the track. We put it in a box in a towel and shipped it back here. That's cool. But they took it first. Yeah. So they did take it. Cause I had some geometry on the back of the car that wasn't actually supposed to work. Cause it shouldn't have fit the way. So these cars, you can build them 10 different ways. 
the way I built the car, I actually got to sit next to the engineer who designed, designed it or had part in designing. And he looked at the rear of that car when I got there the weekend and said, that ain't going to work. You got to change that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I mean, the car, I had ran a practice session with it. It was pretty good. So I left it and he's like, well, you're going to break X, Y, and Z because the rear end, the rear axles are too long for what, what you're trying to do. And we left it. So against my better or against their better judgment, I left the car the way it was. We ended up winning the race. And next thing I know, they were kind of <laughs> tearing it apart when, when they took it back and they were like, I don't know how it's working, but it, like, we're just going to leave it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Witchcraft going on here, dude. Yeah. He showed me with wooden clubs at the Masters. Like, you ain't going to hit that far. But yeah. 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 You guys are hitting that triple watch us. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like cutting the club apart. Like, yeah. The uh, inside yeah. this wooden club. Yeah. 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 So then, yeah. yeah, they took it, uh, did some photos with it and whatever, and then uh, shipped it back. And then the trophy broke on the way back. And I opened the box <laughs> and the, this beautiful trophy, and I was so excited to get. I open it up, and the whole thing is smashed. No, damn. damn. So they were actually really cool about it. They shipped like, or they called the trophy company, and they made me a new one. And then they shipped it in a proper container mm -hmm. and got That's it all done. Sweet. So to to kind of go further along with it, these cars they come out with a new one, or unless you're TLR. Sorry, Casey. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> The like associated and X-ray and all these other brands about once a year, they come up with an out, they come out with an updated version of it. It's yeah. realistically the mm -hmm. same car, but they update little things. And we were talking before a little bit, a lot of what we've learned in short course in real racing has came. There was a year that basically my dad was good with me just grinding away in the RC room. So I have a, I have CAD learned how to do CAD. I got a CNC router to cut carbon fiber and Brad, myself, a handful of us, we'd go out to dirt heaven. Uh, we knew the owners really well test outside or test inside on roll centers, parts like just in an RC car, you can build it a hundred different ways. Right? So this rear, like your, your upper front camera link is like the upper a arm on a pro four, mm -hmm. but on an RC car, we can change it. We can make it shorter, longer. We can raise it. We can lower it. We can, we can do everything in a matter of five minutes. So, we spent, I spent a year cutting parts and trying, um, different roll center widths, like the front arms where they mount different width ones, longer arms, shorter arms, wider pivot, shorter pivot. Um, the front knuckles on them can move up and down, can move in and out. They, you can basically move them wherever you want in the matter of 10 minutes and being able to draw it or 3d print it. 3d printing has made it so much easier because if you ain't really going to race with it, you'll get 10 five, 10 runs out of it enough to test it and you can draw it and fucking click it and it'll just glue it together and make it for you. Damn. So my pro four that is now Kyle Cheney's pro four, the front end on that car was designed off, off of things that we learned off an RC car. And even, even the rear end, the link setup on it and the way it works were all things we learned on RC cars because it was so much cheaper and easier to do it and learn it firsthand and be able to, the downfall is you can't sit in it, right? So you can't feel it. So it doesn't always apply, but a lot of it, you can visually see what it's doing different. You can yeah. feel, you can't physically <laughs> feel it, but you can right. feel it through the radio. When you go into the turn, all right, I changed this A arm or this roll center. It carves in way harder. Cause we just, I'm the only one there. I prep the track the same every run. I'm running the same tires this is what it did. And then I changed this and it did this and so on and so forth. So he, we basically put a full year into my pro four of testing RC car parts 
to learn roll centers because roll centers are like this, this black magic. They're, they're everything you think it's going to be, but upside down and backwards and left and right. And it just blows your mind. Like anything you think it's supposed to do, it just wants to dick slap you. Yeah. It's actually backwards. You think, Oh, that makes sense. And then you're like, Oh no, that ain't right. (laughs) Dude, It's so hard. Like it tricks your mind for sure. And slow-mo videos actually made that kind of the same thing for RC where now we're like having phones that can take slow-mo videos of the cars. You'll go change something. And with an RC car, you can't necessarily feel it. You can feel it in the radio a little bit when you're turning, like we use radio, it's actually controller, but um, you can feel it a little bit, but not a hundred percent. You don't actually know all the time what's going on. So you'll take a slow-mo video of the car going through the corner. And that's like one thing you'll see when you see a slow-mo video of a pro two or pro four, you start paying attention to how much wheel, like wheel inputs in. Um, those are things that we look at with these two because you have to, because otherwise you, you, you're not sitting in it. So you don't know. Yeah. We'll go to a track and we'll just kind of look at the times and we're like, Hey, well, why am I as fast as Brad? Or why is Cole so much faster? And CJ's like, well, I can see the rear end of your car. It like dumps over really far. So then we start looking at either roll centers or we look at different springs or suspension packages that way too. So you can kind of get the same idea between off-road racing and RC racing too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, but you almost need someone to help you like visually see that, you know, or like Brad said, like the slow-mo on your phone, you know, you like you, sometimes it's so hard because you're so focused on that car because it is so much hand-eye coordination that you need someone to almost help you. You need a guy like helping you like see what yeah. your car is doing. You can only do so much because you're on the wheel or you're on the throttle and brake, you know, it's, it's pretty fast moving stuff when you're on that track. So, and it's a lot, a lot like having a good spotter in short course, honestly, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they can kind of watch your car. And then you also need that driver that can give you feedback. Right. So like Casey will be running carpet for instance, last week and was called me. I was like, Hey, my car's doing this. What, what do you think I could do? And I'll be like, all right. And I gave him three things to try or two things to try. And they like, call me back and tell me what it did you need a good driver that can, that can tell you mm-hmm. what it's doing. Right. And then if you have someone that can visually see it, you can put the two together. A lot of the times he'll come off the track or Jake or whoever, and their car won't be good. And you'll be like, well, it looks like it's doing this. And then they'll, the mind will connect with him and be like, oh, that's totally what it felt like. Like yep. that's what it was doing in the turn. Yep. And then you can make adjustments for it. But a lot of the times you need someone there that one is, is good enough to help you or, or can visually see it. And two, you got to be able to translate what you feel in the, while you're racing to somebody that can help you. It's a lot like off-road racing. Like if you get somebody that can go out there, the spotter can be like, man, your truck looks like shit. And you could be like, well, this is what it feels like. And they're going to say, well, this is what it looks like. Well, it it don't always work. You have to be able to translate and be on the same page. If they can't tell you that if the driver can't tell you what it's doing right off the get go, then you might as well not even open your mouth because you saying what you're seeing isn't going to, it's never going to, it's never going to link up and be the same. Mm -hmm. Have you ever, um, when you're out there like racing, like whether it was before or now, um, you know, have you ever like had to fuck somebody up? Like that was, (laughs) 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 you know, we're like, uh, you know, kind of like a C pot thing where like you're, you know, some guys kind of maybe ducking underneath and you're like, Hey man, like, I hope you enjoyed your last sunset, you know, or (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. No, I mean, I was always kind of the hothead for a while. So I was, I didn't get my ass kicked, but there were times I was pretty fucking close. 
to get my ass whooped a couple of times, but that's about it. Really? <laughs> we'll so you, you never like confronted anybody? I you was were like, hey man, a, like, so I was always a guy that r- ran into people. I specifically remember like years, I don't know how many years ago it was, but so we were at Dirt Heaven on a, our club race weekend and I... For, oh no, for no reason other than just being an idiot, just drove through Casey and like on turn four. <laughs> no, no, is that driving because you're faster than him, or is it just because? No, it's because I overdrove the corner. Oh, and well, used Casey's wall. Yeah. And the, the other, other problem is, is I'll never forget it. The other problem is, <laughs> I'll never forget it, man. Because I lay away. <laughs> you're, you're standing next to the guy on yeah, the stand. It'd be, it's so, literally like this right here. Yeah, you're like, standing next to each other. So you, elbow the, to elbow. elbow to elbow and you'll be like dude fuck you and they'll be like what Can while you're racing you're just, you're just out of the corner of your eye, you just see this like oh dude all the time all the time like, and you know you know <laughs> you gotta be like this ever just yeah. yeah and Casey's always a good one that can keep watching his car like I, I remember running like driving through him and being oh fuck and I look I kind of look at him and he's like what the fuck Brad he's looking still at his car that's like that that's why I gotta be careful. Brock Strobel's there weekly. Really? Yeah. What well, I, yeah. I won't say consistently weekly, but see, all I didn't the time, even know he did that all the time. And yeah, and he runs. He has like the best of the best shit always. Are you drinking, Jake? Do you need a drink? Do you need one? Yeah, he needs a twisty. Um, we're gonna get that cake. I'm sorry. Damn. Which, which one? He's hungry. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it, it is so funny that you say that because oh, RC, the one thing that no one understands is there's a tube, right? On the inside and the outside of the track. And against the tube is the fastest way around every single track, basically. Inside. Inside. So it is so hard to pass. So the amount of times and what happens is there's no bumper, right? So you get in here and you're chasing them. And you're like this far away and your tire touches this tire. And it goes, and it sucks you into their wing. And it's called getting winged. And when you get winged, you go, motherfucker, every time. <laughs> every time. Dude, you get at all three of, all four of us sitting here. When somebody wings you, you go, what the fuck? Like, and, and you, they hear you, right? Yeah. They see it. And nine times out of 10, especially if they don't wait, when you catch them, you're running into them. There ain't, there ain't no questions asked. Yeah. RC is the one sport that is 110% the race, the, the, way the race is going to go, even for the leaders, anybody is out of who's going to retaliate and when, because <laughs> the tracks, what are they running right now? 10, 10 second laps. Yeah. And it's a track that has seven turns, five jumps fucking, and it's 10 seconds. That's how fast they're going. So one crash and you're into lappers. Well, you get into two lappers that are sick of each other and they're just taking each other out. There's only one fast way around the track and it's on the inside. So when they're parked against the tube or you're trying to pass them, and they tube it and you run into them, that's when C-Pod runs into the wall. That's actually how I met CJ was through racing RC. And I remember (laughs) me and CJ had some battles on the track, like a ton of battles. And we had a lot of words back and forth. Like when I first met CJ, we weren't friends. We weren't friends. We We weren't enemies. We weren't enemies, but we weren't friends either. And I remember going to the track and if I saw CJ sitting in the pits, I was like, Fuck, it's gonna be a night. It's gonna be a night. <laughs> night. These fucking night. guys here. We, we were always glued together. We yeah, always, but you're 12 years older than him. And the thing is, is like, 
You're not wrong. You're not Ten. wrong. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> I never knew it got that bad between you two. It, yeah. It, I mean, in the beginning it was. And back then. Um, we both it, took it more serious. We took it pretty serious. Like I was always serious. Like that was my thing. Like I loved going to the RC track, but I wasn't having fun unless I was winning. So. <laughs> yeah. If, and it was always so close. Yeah. It was always tight. And somebody always ends up with the short end of the stick. So Always. CJ would have some good weeks. I'd have some good weeks. Yeah. But Thank you. at the end of the day, here we are. We're like, we're pretty good buddies. Yeah. Now I can go there and be like, yeah, I fucking took you out. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I fucking know. All right. <laughs> Still hasn't forgotten about it. But another thing is too, like back then, Ooh. Ooh. back but, then sorry, keep going. when we raced, we would, we would hit each other and we wouldn't wait for each other. It was like you hit someone and you just kept going. Like if CJ were yeah, in second bitch. and I was in front of him and he hit me. He, he's going like, he ain't waiting <laughs> for me. Like now it ain't no like black flag. He's like, fuck it. No. And like nowadays it's a courtesy thing. So like if, like yeah. now, if we're racing, Sports now it, developed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more. It's, it's just a lot better now. Like we have a little bit more common courtesy on the track, but if we were to race now together and he were to hit me like that, we kind of pull over and wait and we kind of continue on racing. And I'd be like, bitch, did you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. They go you ran into each other more. Like who started it out of you two? It was pretty 50. It was pretty. It was just like, it was I'm like getting him back now. Whoever, we were so close in speed all the time. It didn't matter like where we went, what we did. It was like, if we were both there, it was like, like, you said it was gonna be a night it was gonna be a night for <laughs> and, sure. and even when brad was there i remember this year it was i think it was this year at attitude the first oh, fucking lap up, huh? the dude oh, just boy. cleans me in the first turn in the main <laughs> and he's like dude that guy was gonna hit me so i just ripped it you were there i'm like yeah. <laughs> perfect example of not forgetting about it yeah. <laughs> the, the only race i did all year this year right there when, when you Take get bombed by a dude you yeah. never forget it. Never forget never it, never I think it. I forgot about that after like qualifier number two. <laughs> but probably bringing up old shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just funny because we all of us friends now, right? And we take it a whole lot less serious. So it's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. But you come up and around like, dude, what the fuck happened? Well, that guy was going to hit me and I just ripped it and you were there. So, huh? <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> You're a casualty. <laughs> but, but if it would have been like Casey and I, like, eight, seven, eight years ago, it would have been like, dude, fuck you. Like, yeah. What's your problem? Yeah. And then when we would have walked off the driver's stand, like, nah, 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 nah. yeah, we yeah. had some words. And I've been at races where guys have thrown hands before. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, dope. I can't, I wouldn't be able to race RC. Like Drew that was on here with Benji. Yeah. That's what he, that's how he punched the hole in the wall. <laughs> oh, exactly. now, now that we're getting more into it. I see. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's exactly how that well, happened. I guess, cause you guys are spending a lot of money on, we'll say a hobby. Yeah, it's a glorified hobby. So Tony Stewart would say that he gets the same adrenaline rush. He'll tell you this now. He'll get the same adrenaline rush going out and running his dirt oval car at an RC track that he does running his car, his NASCAR to Daytona. Daytona. I will tell you straight up, I get more nervous and I mm -hmm. like my hands start shaking in a good RC race than it ever will in an off-road race. It's pretty wild. It's because you can see him. Right. You can see the guy right there. Like yeah. when you're racing, you can block it out. You're focused. You're, yeah. When you're strapped in the seat, you can't see yeah, around a you. Faceless guy. You're just, you're just going right. And you see the track. That's all you see. Well, on an RC track, you see that guy right there because you're all standing next to each other and you see the cars out there. So if they're better or faster, you literally watch <laughs> them catch you. And then you see him like trying to pinch underneath you and like try to like get yeah. inside you. So then you start like, 
trying to be like just perfect. And you got to remember we're, we're running two, three inches off the tube. If that, and like a lot of times your axle right here, hanging yeah. out past the nut will actually catch the tube and turn the car side. Oh. So it's a corrugated tube. It's like drain tile. Yep. So mm -hmm. they, it's not smooth. Yep. Some of the newer, bigger tracks are smooth. It's ribbed. For the pleasure, but, but yep. our local tracks are ribbed for Tito's pleasure, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. for his birthday, and they'll actually like suck you in. Like you'll clip it, and it'll turn yep. the car sideways. So it's so precise, like it it is the most precise thing. And a good RC race when you get done is like fucking. You're, it's you're almost pumped. like you held because the races are five minutes long, so it's almost like you held your breath for literally five minutes. It's insane. Okay, it's so qualifying and everything, like how they do it in the big trucks or off-road now do you gotta choose a pin is there a there's pin? no invert no. There's there's no it needs to be dude it 100 needs to be rc racing it doesn't have any fans because it's fucking boring when the leader starts on the pole yep what's the point that's yeah. like that's like 141 i'm sorry but you go to the clash three years in a row now the leader has won the race who started the main event on the front I wanted to go to a 15,000 to win race to watch a fucking race, not to see the fastest guy start on mm -hmm. the pole yeah. and lead every lap. Yeah. Like I know there's so many people that hate the invert and they'll bitch about it. But at the end of the day, do you want to go there and race in like battle or do you want to go there and fucking watch paint dry? Yeah. Well, the thing of it too is like in NASCAR or in F1, they have pit stops or strategies where you're changing that. Mm -hmm. And so you do get rewarded for being fast. But in, in like race scenarios where you're not pitting, you know what I mean? Or it's just a straight up race. It's hard to justify the fastest guy on the pole. Cause it's like, well, of course he's going to run away. He's got clean air. He just proved he's the fastest guy. Right. So yeah, you almost have to have like an invert or a timed race. And like you're saying, like F1 does things to um, benefit the, the, the guy in second, right? Like yeah. they get DRS down the straightaways. If you're within whatever, two seconds or something of the guy in yep. front of you. So it gives you incentive or it gives you ways to catch up. Yep. Right. In NASCAR, the draft is huge. The leader usually isn't the fastest car. If he can get a good push car that they can link up and draft together, it's way better. But if a car out by himself, isn't that good. So it's a lot easier to get past our sport. In, in RC and really anything dirt racing doesn't have that aspect. So you almost need that halfway to keep it spicy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> like what's, what's some wild shit that you've said, like in the, uh, on the driver's stand or whatever, like, like what's something that you said <laughs> that you're just like, wow, maybe I shouldn't have said that. You what know? the fuck's the matter with you? <clears throat> that's, that's the worst you've the ever said. All the time. Oh, yeah. All the time though. Really? You've never been like, hey, like, I hope you fucking watch your dog die or something. Like, you've never. No, no, no. Oh, okay, no maybe like, like, I hope you roll your ankle on fucking Tito's ribbed pleasure over Ooh. there. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we need help. I, I will come get you. <laughs> Life alert. I followed you. We started doing, like, I started doing this with my dad. That's how we got into this. Dad, yeah. Older brother was racing slot cars, and then this became kind of the thing we were doing uh, once I turned, like, 10 or 12. And if I got too mouthy on the stand, I would get picked up by the back of my shirt collar oh, and dragged off. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So what about you, Casey? I feel like Casey would say what's the, the most. What's the worst thing you've ever said, like, in the in the driver's stand, where you're just like, hey, man, I'm going to fist you or something like that? <laughs> fist you? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, you're at the RC track. They might like it. That's what I'm saying. That's what Halo 3 sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should try that, though. I might have to go that Dude, route. See, this is Before why the like race, it. be like, whoever beats me, you're getting fisted yeah. in the porta potty Like, yeah. yeah. fucked right in the ass. If I lose, I'm banging my dog. Like, I don't even care. Watch that. That's a pit stop. 
He's watching. The <laughs> yeah. Wait, you oh gotta, you gotta see it from the beginning. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> oh, they put music to it. That's wild. <laughs> It's literally, literally like a couple right, seconds. So, so they come in, the guy picks it up. They arrive in. They, they put some splooge in it, and then bam, throws it back out. Yeah, so that's a nitro that car. Was, so that's that, putting yeah. fuel, fuel in the car. That was four seconds, maybe? Maybe. So there's videos of people, your pit guy, catching them one-handed in the air. Because there's usually a ramp so that you're yeah. like, so your crew guy can stand. And they'll come in hot, and they'll jump off it, and the dude will snatch it right out of the air. And then just <laughs> so gun crazy, it and just man. throw it. So, like, these races are five minutes with an electric car. A nitro car, for an A-main event at a big race, you're looking at a 45 to an hour-long main event. Wait, what? Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Can yeah. you imagine missing that catch? The pit stop? And they wear, <laughs> they wear headsets like this now. Yep. So that really? the guy, so you can talk, so to talk each to, other. So you talk to your pit guys down the wall. And because you get roughly seven and a half to nine minutes on a tank of fuel. Yep. And so it's the same thing, pit stops. So they, they don't change tires, but you're pitting for fuel every seven and a half to nine minutes. And like like that extra 30 seconds, if you can run nine minutes and a guy can only do seven minutes and 30. Might be two laps every tank. Yeah. I mean, it might be, if you can get one pit, pit stop. stop out of the way, because you're running nine minutes, you may have one less pit stop than somebody in an hour long main event. And a big thing is tire mm. compound. So like a nitro race when they're an hour, some guys will go out with say mediums on and some guys will go on. Nowadays they have medium long wear, which I don't even understand how they, how they make this shit. It's supposed to be like the same softness, but it's supposed to not wear out as much. But the way we've basically figured it out is like if you ain't wearing tires, you ain't making grip, right? There's just, there, there ain't nothing about it that changes it. So but tire guys will go out on tires and some dudes will go out on too soft and they'll lead the whole race. And with two, three laps to go, they're t they'll be bald and they'll be so loose. They'll start oh. losing seconds a lap and the dude will fucking reel them in and <laughs> gone. So you're trying to guess like what tire compound you're going to run. So like a half hour, like the semifinals, maybe a half hour and you're like, okay, I'm going to run softs. And you see that after about 30 minutes, your softs are just about gone. Well, now you got an hour long main event. Now you've got to either run mediums or hards. You yeah. gotta you gotta make that decision of what Tito's going hard all day. Bro, you know me, man. I'm yeah. trying to stay out as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Not hey, you'd be fucking uh, pumped in nine minutes, wouldn't you? Fucking right, I would. I mean, I got six <laughs> minutes in me from what I hear, but yeah. <laughs> he's like, whatever. That's, yeah, that's what our that's what our neighbor said. Yeah. Is that what the boots <laughs> about then? No. No? No, no. I thought we told you about uh, that. No. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah, it's a good story. Yeah. Is that what the blue chew? <laughs> so, <laughs> did Cappy give you one of them? What, what about a white? So did he give you I, a white? Uh, so I threw it down one night, right? Yeah. Just fucking God, I'm awesome. Was right. it? Was it? It was at the apartment, so it, was yeah, it, it, it wasn't it, the local that you had to. It was. It so this was back. This is back the situation ship. Oh, so, I didn't know you. I didn't know you ever brought her anywhere but her house. Well, it was I, pizza oh, day. that's when she tried to steal the pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's why Jeffrey I stopped, hates that's, this part of Jeff, everyone. Not that's why I stopped bringing her around because she wouldn't. She didn't want to leave then. So that's why yeah, I was yeah. like, I'll just I'll go over to her place. Yeah. So Ghost brought her thing. over, right? Did work, sent her home. Uh, the next day, Jeffrey With and I pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without, without pizza. Yeah. The next day, Jeffrey and I we were going. What were we going to the gym? Or were we going to dinner? We were, we were going somewhere. Yeah. And uh, like we we backed up. And we we're getting ready to leave, and we see our neighbor outside. His name's Tim. And uh, we were all up. We're like, we're like, hey, what's up, Tim? He's like, uh, he's like, so uh, <laughs> I, I 
can't even remember what he said. And Tim's an older guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tim's an older guy. He goes, who's the oh, room yeah. is in he goes, the back? Who's, whose room is in the back? And I was like, mm. I was like, you mean, I was like, this one right here? Like, what, like the window facing the, facing the parking lot? He goes, no, whose window is in the back? And he like points. And I was like, oh, it's. That's mine. That's me. And then he goes, uh, he's like, uh, I, what? I can't remember what he, he said. He goes, uh, you need to move that headboard. Three <laughs> <laughs> you need to move that headboard three or four inches away from the wall. That thing was just smacking. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, sorry, Tim. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, at least I know you got uh, a good six minutes in you. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he's, he said that he was just chuckling. I was like, Tim, I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, it's cool, it's cool. I was just like. And they're chuckling. <laughs> did you did you feel prideful? Yeah, there was there was some shame there. I think off the start, because then you're like, because for me, like I really do like our neighbor. I liked him. Like he's a really good dude. And for me, it was like okay, like I like I kept you awake with my you know awesome lovemaking. So like <laughs> I felt <laughs> I felt like a little ashamed because I'm like like I'm like oh man, like I'm sorry that I. Like inconvenienced your night, but then when he was like cool with it, then it's like okay, well, you know, like we can laugh about it, but I'm I'm gonna try to make sure it doesn't happen again. You know, I'm not trying so, to. So did you slide the bed forward? No, I just haven't had her back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, all, we all know yeah. it ended. It ended. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty impressive. Thank you. Well, so you heard it? No, 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 no. The uh-huh. moving of the bed. The moving of the bed. <coughs> oh. I try. I try to like simulate that. <laughs> In his bed? I, I don't have the thrust power. Yeah, he started giving me the motion like, of the ocean. It was like a day or two later. Like <laughs> yeah. he was like in my room. I can't remember what I was doing, but he jumped on my bed and he's like, "We tried." And he goes, he's like, <laughs> and he goes, yeah. "I don't know how you did it." I was yeah. like, I was "Did you try putting your head against the?" Yeah, the I headboard? tried putting my hand on the headboard. No, no, and your like, head. And, oh, and no, like, he didn't no. tell me. He said that he was away from G- it. Give her a couple. <laughs> Because <laughs> he tried grabbing the headboard, yeah, and like pushing it against the wall, yeah. And uh, maybe little do you know, he he inched it forward once. Oh, maybe maybe on the back too. thrust it slid. It slid away. back on the back thrust. on the back. Yeah, thrust. no, but to continuously do it for six minutes—that's impressive. It is. That's like good work. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's secretly going to those cardio classes. Yeah. 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 Crossfit. Crossfit. What's is, that no, shit? No, yeah, this is my CrossFit. Because the guy won't work out. If he knows he's getting laid, he won't. He'll be like, mm-mm. Do you this blame was him? Like, this he was can was go a... six minutes, not 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, but the, the I mean, thing is, it's like, dude, like, what, like he... I'd be like, hey, man, you want to go work out? He's like, ah, oh, dad, I got work tonight. And I'm like, you're having sex. You're not fucking lifting 100 pounds or you're not lifting 200 pounds. He's like, yeah, but, you know, I got to be in that position for six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a chance. You don't have a That motion uh, was so smooth. Dude, you should hear my cardio at the end, man. Are you fucking like a dog? Hey, are you verbal, oh, homie? Are you, are you verbal? verbal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's hear an Let's example. Hear a good one. Oh, okay. No. Oh no! <laughs> like, oh, no. We got a video. Know. Might might have to. Might no, have he to. won't show the video, but we'll hear the. You hear the audio. Yeah. You hear the audio, bro. I am like fucking like round. So this is round two, like minute. 5.30. Like, <laughs> 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 imagine being in the UFC is the fifth round, 30 seconds left. <laughs> and this is right. how uh, CJ gets canceled. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll just take this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll show it after. Like, we can listen yeah. to it after. Yeah, we can listen to it after. He showed me that. I started laughing. And he was just like, man. I'm like, what? He was like, you didn't hear me breathing in that? I'm, like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about you breathing. He was like, yo, yeah. bro. He was like, play it back. And I probably listened like five times. And I'm like, finally, on that fifth time, I was just like, oh, okay, now I hear Yeah, now you hear me, bro. I'm like, like <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh. <laughs> I uh, hope the situation, the ex situation ship catches wind of the podcast. Like somebody tells her, dude, and she comes on here and listens to a couple. I, I don't think so. I, I think the new, the 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 you one I was out on the way. Well, the one I was kind of like out on a date with yesterday was more than likely catch Listen? wind of it than than that one would. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is this the new old one? The old one that you're that yeah, you're, that you're, you're, you're refreshing yeah. that didn't end the hug streak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Did the did the uh, hug streak end last night? No, it don't count. No matter what. Yeah, it don't count. No matter oh, what. okay. Yeah. Yeah, shit. Already been there, done that. Yeah, been there, no, done that. My bad. Sorry. So I asked him. Oh, shit. So what about shit. you, Brad? When was the last time that you uh, threw down for six minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Never. I ate something that blew you. Apparently. <laughs> Casey knows all about that with the age. Hey. Hey, I never. Took any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to Cranham before? Yeah. <laughs> so there was this one time. Bank camp, bank camp. <laughs> oh, good shit, good shit. So let, let, we're gonna we're gonna v- just veer off real quick, please, please. <laughs> oh no! If what's your favorite event and why? What what do you think is your favorite event, RC event that you've ever been to and why? RC Havoc. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Yeah. Were you there? Yeah, we won a cash race there. Oh God, I don't know how long, how long ago was that place open? Oh, he, like he years, fucking maybe? lived in there, right? No, no, no. no. How long oh. ago was it? Open? Oh, a long time ago. Ten years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We won a oh. cash race there, and uh, I didn't really know any better at the time. But we had like kind of teamed up, and we thought we were gonna. Um, they had like a two wheel drive versus short or four wheel drive like cup race deal, and we had made a pack like the five of us. If one of us won, we were gonna split the money. And it was kind of, we made it privately. Well, my dumbass at the time didn't realize it was private. So we ended up winning the race, or I, I won it. And I start handing money out to people, like <laughs> to, everybody, <laughs> to everybody. And uh, I get a look from uh, Zach Rose. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm paying out everybody that had the pack. He's like, dude, he wasn't in on it. I just gave some guy, random guy, like twenty bucks. I was in the. I thought he was. Helping us out. <laughs> so yeah, there were there were good times there. I think. Well, I can't say anything other than Reedy, obviously, yeah. for winning. But yeah, uh, well, any A scale nitro race outside, like big event, I'd kill to have that back. What do you think makes one good? Like, if there's an event out there that you would prefer to go to over any other one, what is it that it has or does better that makes you want to go there? Man, like obviously every for and I, I I was only there once, but everyone has always said Clark was amazing. Um, so I've I've never for a Wisconsin track maybe, but for a Wisconsin track, yeah, because the the culture it's a lot, a lot like Crandon. Um, everybody is hanging out, they're staying at the at the track. So the the guy built the track in his backyard, and he has a ton of acreage out in the middle of nowhere by Madison. So. You get there, everybody's having bonfires, and it's so much like Crandon. They legit have campers there. Yeah, you, people yeah, are camping. Yeah. 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 If you go to the corn roast, which is right before fall Crandon, it's the week before, 
I think it's the week before fall yep. Cranon every year at dirt heaven, which is right on the other the side of the dirty H the lake over here. It's in, um, new Franken, which is basically like kind of by Luxembourg. Yeah. Um, for the corn roast, they call it, it has indoor, uh, they run some indoor at night. Yeah, They run indoor 10 as scale well. indoor. Yep. And then Friday night they run under the lights, dirt oval. And then Saturday they run a scale outdoors. And they do corn roast where they literally mm. cook corn all day. It's free. You can eat as much as you want. I think he he's he tried to get the fucking record. Yeah, I don't have it anymore, but what, what do you have? Eight? Oh no, it was more than that. It was like twelve. Corn cobs of corn <laughs> in a day. Holy shit, bro. Dude, uh, he I shit could... straight kernels. No, there's no doubt for about it. For a week. For a week. For a week. He shit the whole cob. Yeah. He looked down just corn all the way yeah. lined up. But that that race alone around here, it'll get over a hundred and some entries. And everyone will bring campers. The whole you gotta pre reserve your spot. There'll be fifteen campers there. That's so crazy. And it's but an all day deal. I mean, you're it's track three from, days. I mean, and yeah, the racing goes like all day though. I mean, you're like 8am to nine, 10 at night. To one lights. in the morning. Are people just hammered too during this time or what? Uh, some of them. I mean, some of us, a lot of us <laughs> yeah. the ones that have fun doing it. Like a lot of people take it so serious. Like you gotta remember a lot of the people that are doing it, this is their like professional racing, yeah. right? It isn't like for us, it's a hobby for them. It's their sport because it is a sport. There's mm -hmm. people making a living at it. So it's truly a sport. And that's like their sport. That's like going to Cranon, whatever. And some of the sportsman guys, half of them are partying, right? And having yep. fun. And a lot of them take it really serious because that's what they're putting their time and effort in it. It's the same thing with RC. I'll say straight up an RC car. We were supposed to go to a race last weekend. Yep. The week last before. Saturday. And I didn't go because I was like, I'm not prepared. Like there's an RC car takes as much preparation. I bet you as a pro stock UTV, if not more between prepping tires. So to give you an example, like what we do for tires, they come not glued. Some of them are in Brad's sock drawer. You got to go get them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you got to glue them. And then the foams, which is inside there, right? Cause they don't have air in them. There's actually foam in there. A lot of the times you alter the foam. So like JC's, we cut this U in every little fucking rib in the foam. When we flip it inside out, there's fucking 30 ribs per foam per tire. And you for cut Tito's this little pleasure. thing and for Tito's pleasure. And you're trying to <sighs> alter the stiffness of the foam. And like by saw, by cutting a little U out of it, you're giving it more places for it to squish and like dissipate away. And, um, so you gotta do that. Then you glue them and then you heat them because they, they come with mold release on them. And a lot of the times they're getting better. I will say that they're getting a lot better recently in the last probably two years, but forever you had to, then you took, you heated them to burn the mold re release off. Cause if you didn't, they wouldn't soak sauce in. So you'd burn the mold release off. Then you'd sauce them and put them in a bag for two days. Then you'd scuff them. And then, then you'd have a set of tires to go to the track with. After you scuffed them, you would soak them again and heat them and put them back in the bag and then take them to the track. So that's <laughs> just the tires. That's one set. So if you don't know what you need, you're going to do three or four sets at a time that you got to do this. Like you're going to spend two, three days just prepping tires when you're going to a race that's an open tire event. And then you have your cars on top of it that need to get gone through um, shock oil. Like this stuff isn't near as durable. I shouldn't say durable. But maybe, um, <laughs> hey, it's 9-11. <laughs> Tito's got a thing about asking people what time it is because 
Brad, what time is it? 9-11. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so this stuff isn't near as, um, I guess maybe durable is the word. I don't know. Like the shocks, every two, three weeks, you got to rebuild them. Like the shock seals and stuff, they're not like a badass thing, like for a race truck or anything. They're a fucking little tiny O-ring that... After a couple of weeks, you spray something on it, they swell up and then the shock sticks and all that shit makes a difference. So you have five days, I would say, to truly prep two cars and tires to go to a good event. And I came back from Florida after New Year's on Wednesday. Uh, I got back Tuesday night and we were supposed to leave by like Friday afternoon or Friday, like midday. Um, and I was like, I, I'm not going. And they're like, what do you mean? You're just going to bail? I'm like, dude, I'm not prepared. Like the last thing I'm going to do is go to a, a race and get my ass beat for one and two go there and get my ass beat because I didn't fucking prep my shit. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not even going to put the time and effort and it was five hours away. So I'm not even going to put the time and effort in it to do it in the first place. So RC is so much about prepping your car in everything else that it's, it's, it's not a game. Like if you want to go there and be competitive, you have to put the hours in. If you don't put the hours in, you can go there and have fun and some days you'll be competitive and some days you won't depending on if you just so happen to have that right set of tires yeah. on or not. But if you want to go there and consistently be competitive, I mean, how many, how many nights a week, if you're running every weekend, are you wrenching on your stuff? Three days a week for sure. I'm wrenching three days a week. <laughs> you know, the thing, I think what I like about this podcast, like the off season podcast is like not only learning about other like disciplines of racing, like whether it's like oval track or like RC, but you start to realize like anything competitive has like deep strategies, has like a lot of time and effort. So like you think about obviously like the RC, you know, racing, just even like even the different like styles of it, you know, tire prep shocks and <clears throat> the wear and tear of it, saucing stuff like that. Well, and then you think about like, you know, uh, like Call of Duty competition <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? We're like, you know, you're, you're, you have to have, you almost have to have a PC in order yeah. to be competitive because and of almost the, use a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Mouse mm -hmm. and keyboard, like the latency, like everything of it is so meticulous down to like what kind of gun you use, the, the tuning of it. Like it's so meticulous on how you can be, uh, to, to have that competitive advantage. You know what I mean? And that's what I think I do appreciate about this podcast is like learning about the differences of like anything that's competitive is going to have a deep strategy, no matter how like crazy or, or niche, you know, it is, you know what yeah, I mean? Like when nerdy. you think about, yeah, you, like you think about like RC racing, you're like, no. oh, okay. Like you go out there and you Fuck just Walmart yeah, radio yeah, control yeah, cars, you just right? kind of like, like, like tinker around with it. And for us, like me, Jeffrey and Lyle, it's like, we're learning about the shit and we're just like, like it's, it's blowing our, that's what I'm saying. I felt that. Who was that? I don't. I think that was that you? kicking something. You, dog, I felt that. Well, that man. means it was you. If you're blaming me, you're blaming me, and you felt it. It was you. Who farted? Do you remember you? the last time you blamed me? Dude, you cleared the whole fucking bar. I felt my chin shake, bro, from you <laughs> farting. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That was good rumble. Oh, that's why I said when he farted, I felt like it right here. Couple rumble. Couple rumble. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that's what I've learned though. Is it's like it's like I, I learned more and more. Like again, like listening to you, Brad, about just the different strategies of it. Like everything, everything competition wise now is like taken to such an extreme mm -hmm. level yeah. of like what you need to do to be competitive. Yeah. And it's like, that's why I stick to podcast. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Even listening to Benji 
tell us how his dad sipes and grooves his tires because he yeah. doesn't think you can literally buy a machine that does it for you. And he won't do it because he'll be like, he said, I was talking to Jarevitz who um, sells the machines and everything. They're just down the road from our shop on the same street as us. They sell it. They build race cars. They sell pre-sipe tires, everything. And he's like, yeah, we tried to get Benji to use one. And his dad watched it one day. I was like, see that right there? That one little spot. It missed that. It misses it on every one because the way it pulls <laughs> and it bends. Benji was explaining it. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. His dad's got to be. 70s wow. 60 late 60s i mean benji's in his late 40s so you ever watch that movie uh trouble with the curve with, with clint eastwood no so and so the the concept of it is is like he was a he was a baseball like scout like scouting out uh college players and the team that he was with, so the, the Braves wanted a pitcher. And he scouted the pitcher, and he's like, oh, no. He's like, you don't want that guy. And everyone's like, he's, he's like the biggest like thing out here. I'm like, oh, well, he can't hit a curveball. And it's like, well, how do you know that? And he's like, you're just old, isn't that, blah, blah. And they listened to like the younger the younger guys or like the technology part of it. Obviously, in the movie, the guy can't hit a curveball. So it's like they wasted their first round pick. And they're like, oh, my fucking God. And the guy's like, oh, well, if you want to listen to me. <laughs> like, how, like, how'd you see it? And he's like, oh, I didn't see it. I heard it. And like, oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like, that's what it reminds me of. Is like Benji's dad. Then is kind of like that old Clint Eastwood guy yeah, where he's just sure. so meticulous about how it should be done. That when you try to be more efficient with it, I guess that's that's a caveat, though, huh? Right. You're going to be more efficient. Yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna you're, like you're gonna miss some things, or you can take the quality route and be like, I've seen the quality is going to take a little time, bit more time. Effort. Yeah. So and Benji Crazy. was one of the guys like so Benji used to race at Dirt Heaven way back in the day when I started when I was I think seven or eight. Guys used to talk about Benji like he was a living legend. <laughs> and RC and I'd never seen him. And then I think five or six years ago, finally he got got the itch to come back. And he borrowed a buddy's car, and I swear he, it's like he had never missed a beat. Yeah. He went out there, and because he was always known for being very smooth, mm -hmm. uh, never like putting it in the wall, just very calm and collected the whole time. And that's the way never he Never crazy fast. Yep. I mean, he, he's fast, but he was never like that hot lap hero. Yeah, it's very... He was just smooth, barely off the pace, and just fucking beating it out. You know what that means? You ever done that? <laughs> you ever... <laughs> Beat it out. <laughs> Not for six minutes. <laughs> six seconds. All right. So back to where the question all started. What event do you think is, is the best and why? Or what makes it a draw for you? Uh, so the Dirt Nitro Challenge is an A-scale off-road race. Uh, I believe it's in California now. Um, that usually you get five to 600 entries of A-scale cars. Big Nitro cars. Um, you're there. At 5 a.m., you're getting done at 1 a.m., and you're <laughs> hopefully wrenching on your stuff for an hour and getting a couple hours of sleep, and then you're back at it the next day. Um, That's crazy. That for four days, like, you hate, it's one of those races where there's, there's always a lot of spectators. Everybody that's everybody is there from the world. There's guys coming over from Australia, wherever to be at that race. Koreans. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they get mowed down on the way. <laughs> uh, so that race for me has kind of been bucket list. I haven't got there yet. I'd like to at some point. Um, I think you know, just the whole the whole atmosphere. It's got that Cranon like vibe, fall Cranon vibe of the best of the best is here, and that's where you want if you want to find out how good you are. That's really where you go. Yeah. Ooh, thirty for thirty. I see it. What about mm -hmm. you, Casey? Um, after this weekend. You know, Reedy Race was my bucket list race. I did that in 2020. 
I was super pumped to be in the lottery for that and get to go. Um, but lately it, it, it's been dirt oval. Like, um, I think just talking with you guys and, um, CJ gave me an experience to run a car last year on dirt oval, an RC car. And I really enjoyed that. I, I've been watching the chili bowl. I'd have to say the chili bowl. Dude, the chili bowl is insane. I <laughs> told CJ about that. I'm like, I'd want to do that race. He's like, fuck that. There's too many people there. I'm like, no way, dude. Like I want to do that race. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, and I even text Jamie who's there right now. He's the owner of Trackside. But I told him, I'm like, I even text him today. I'm like, dude. I would love to be there next year. I'm going with you, dude. And the one thing stopping me from doing the chili bowl, it's on my bucket list. I want to do it once. Right. Like we got to do it. But it's the week week before both. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do both, but it's the week before I leave for KOH every year. So the odds that like I'd have to have my trailer loaded, all my cars done sitting there for my dad not to cut my head off if I left. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is, you get to run one car per day, one time. Yeah. That's it. They do one round of qualifying each day because there's so many heats. You get to run, say, like you're running sprint car. You get to run it once a day. Five minutes. Five minutes. No, the, four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. Four, I don't even know if it's that because it's a lap heat. They do lap heats there. It's uh, 40 laps at whatever many seconds, 10 or fucking three seconds a lap or whatever it How is. How many days is this? So when I went in 2019 or 2020, it was, I think we left Saturday morning. No, we left Friday night. Got there Saturday night. They built the track Sunday and on Monday we were qualifying. Monday was practice. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was qualifying. And the mains were Friday, Saturday. It's a week long. You're there a week. You're there a week. But it's 600 (laughs) entries. 600. Damn. Just to race. That's insane. And, but, just to and, think of, and think of the time you are on the track, you know? Dude, uh, that's what I couldn't justify. all that time in to be on the track for that minimal. You're amount. there for one week. So you're spending thousands of dollars. No, not no, really. No, hotel fees and everything. And well, you yeah. split it up. So like we, we went, I went with you four You all go together. You all, we all went together. Oh, okay. So you're splitting all that right. between four or five people. Get an Airbnb nowadays. Yeah. You get, find them oh, so cheap. All right. You can maybe spend 500 to 1,000 bucks. Yeah, okay. five hundred bucks, depending on how good of a time you want to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what would make it fun yeah, for us because I mean, you know we would come in, we'd probably stink like alcohol every day we came in. <laughs> like even if we went home and showered, you know, dude, the chili bowls in town, yeah. you know, the bars are pumping at night, right? I mean, come on, like uh, that's half the fun. RC car. You guys would smell over the chemicals. They'd be like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That maybe maybe you're honest. Them the chemi- we could do that. The chemicals would just kill the smell. We walked in, we'd smell just. Yeah. See it burning off. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the burn. Well, you'll walk around too, and yeah. a lot of the guys there will be. You'll see Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, those guys walking around the RC pits because they're because bo- they get to race one day. Yeah, and then they have to wait till if it's if they're racing Monday night, they have to wait till Saturday for their main event right. at the big race. So then they'll come they'll come on Tuesday and yeah. they'll hang out the whole. Kyle day. Larson ran. Mm-hmm. They had uh, someone gave him a car and he ran laps last year. I think it was they had videos of him out there burning some laps. That's cool. And one thing I will say that's cool about that event, like I made the main there an open sprint in 2020. The spectators, that place is lined with spectators because yeah. they're if they're not racing at the big track, they all come to the RC track and then they're going, what the heck is this? Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So I'd have to say that would be a, a bucket lister for me. What's your bucket? Yeah. What about you? Um, For the, an RC event, Chili Bowl for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would, I would have to somehow like KOH would have to be two weeks later or have to be done with or something for me actually to enjoy it or I'd have to not go 
I'd have to go there with like the open mind that I have nowhere else to be. And this is the reason I'm here. That's where I would struggle the most is knowing that I'm spending a week here and there's probably shit I need to be getting done at home. Yeah. So that, that would be the biggest thing is, is it's always been on my bucket list and I watch it every year going, damn, I wish I was there. Like, cause a lot of the guys that are winning there are guys that I race with anytime I go yeah. race anywhere and they're, they're running up front there. So the, it's definitely something I want to do, but it's just so close to KOH that, I mean. How far are you away from getting your KOH stuff done? I leave Saturday. Not to, not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday is five KOH vehicles and two trailers. Got to be ready to go. So you got like wheels on your shit yet or? No. no. I'm waiting for parts to show up, hopefully by Wednesday. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's like ma- mainly wiring. <laughs> so, so. I was I was pissed off today. Like today was a day that I, I was pissed. Hey, it's a great day. I know I, we're here. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're here. I'm all settled down now. But <laughs> I freaking last week, so I was being nice, and my dad's car's brand new, and I had put Devin on it, and he's been working on it, getting it ready to go, and like through and through, so that we don't have to do nothing to it. It's it's ready to go, and he's gonna use it. At, he's gonna actually pre-run and race his same car, which is uncommon. But it does make sense. Anytime we've ever ran a new car, we had one stupid little problem that if we would have just put 40 miles on it, we would have known already. Yeah. So he's like, I'm done doing this new car bullshit. I'm going to pre-run my race car. And then after qualifying, we're just going to prep it. We have all the parts. Like it isn't like we have to rebuild anything. We got axles, diffs, everything just sitting there, ball joints ready that we can, as you go front to back, done. We'll prep it probably two, three hours, it'll be ready to go for the race. So it makes sense to me. And, and, and I dig it. I dig his setup that he's got going on there. But so we're trying to get my pre-runners done. Um, the trailers are kind of on their way. Wyatt's been working on that stuff. And then I'm working on my race car and Devin's race car. And we're making some updates to them. And I'm running the same car that I ran last year. So I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be a cakewalk. This is gonna be like a week <laughs> prep, right? Week prep max. I prep my, uh, pre-runner, go through that thing top to bottom. That thing's been just fucking used and abused. Like <laughs> it, it is. Like it. <laughs> it's, it's had, I think it has 700 or 800 miles on oh, it already. Shit. Just through, through the rocks. hammers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I used it at hammers and ultra four race. Um, and just some, what? Yeah, like a Red Bull scramble in the winter. Like it's literally been just road hard, put away wet <laughs> its whole life. So I gave that thing a really good prep because I'm like, I don't need this thing breaking every run, every time we go pre-run. Now I'm working on my race car. Well, we're getting my dad's car back together. And one of these seals um, in the tranny cover, when they went to put it back together, had a little nick in it. And we're like, well, we, we got time. We'll just order one. And I was like, well, keep working on his car. Take my tranny cover. Mine's off too. And put that on it so you can keep going on his car. His car's new, so it all needs to get it, like, go back yeah. together, get driven around a little bit, and, like, make sure it's going to be all right, right? Get finalized. It had a lot more work to do than mine. So I go online, order my players' parts. They show up today. They're fucking wrong. No. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we open the package, and I'm like, this is a fucking O-ring. This isn't a seal. So I'm like, fuck, I ordered the wrong shit. So I go in there. I'm like, there ain't no fucking way I ordered it wrong. I bring up the parts fish is what they call it, which is like an exploded diagram. Yep. I go to that seal. It's number 88. I go to the the list, go to 88. It's the same fucking part number that I have in my hand. And it's an O-ring. That ain't the seal. The parts fish and the fucking numbers were all jumbled around for some reason. And they're not <laughs> right. 
So I ordered the proper part. Yeah. The proper numbers the that number were on there. Yeah. But they weren't they weren't lined up right. So somewhere along the line it got like fucked up or they they like updated some things on there and it put like two or three. Well, it didn't move the number with it. It just moved everything down the list. So I ordered all the right part numbers but they were wrong on the sheet. Yeah, no. So then I had to go back today and I like, I was, I was fucking mad. Like I'll tell you, you I was the, mad you when you got, got on the phone with somebody. Well, I took pictures of it all and I sent it to like the race department. I'm like, somebody needs to fucking send me some parts basically. Yeah. Like obviously I didn't say it like that, but I'm like, this is the parts. Here it is. Here's a picture of the parts fish. Here's a picture of the numbers. This is what I ordered. Cause this is what it says it is. And this is what I got. And they're like, yeah, that's not right. They're like, you needed these numbers. I'm like, but they don't line up on there. They're like, yeah, it's not right. So then I ordered more and I'm hoping they'll be there <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday. So it went down to from having all I wanted was my car done a week early. So I could like casually pack the trailer, like go yeah. through the ins and outs. Right. Nope. You got to you got one shot in a year to do this race once a year. Yep. You get to do it and you fuck up one thing or you forget one thing. You got to live with it all year long. So it's like all you want to do is casually like relaxfully be able to think about it and get your stuff ready to go. Here I am trying to be like nice and, and get my dad's car ready and, <laughs> and try to yeah. make it easier. Right. For everybody. And my car's going to come down to us fucking thrash getting it back, it, which it <laughs> won't be a thrash, but long as the parts show up. Yeah. Where's it at in the assembly? Then is it like, it's all what? Like the part, like once you put the it's part in the on. tranny. Oh shit. So, so you got right ways now, to go, really. Right now, there's no front diff. There's no middle drive shaft. There's no front A-arms. There's no front knuckles. There's no front anything. From the chassis out on the front end, all there is is lower A-arms hanging there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Sounds <laughs> like you got a little work to do. There. <laughs> yeah. and, then, so, and if it shows up on Wednesday, you've got... I mean, it depends on what time it shows up on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if I, if I knock out the stuff that I have to do... And mind you, this is doing shocks for my dad for his car yet. Yep. Loading the trailer, getting all that stuff prepped, organizing and ordering parts for both cars in the, in the middle of all of it while trying to prep my car. So I like work on my car for an hour or two and then I get distracted and I go work on yeah. shocks for my dad for a little bit and then why it needs something. So then I end up down in the trail in the lower shop trying to get trailers loaded up. Luckily we have that other building that we can put the trailers inside. So at least they're not standing out in the snow yeah. and cold trying to do it. But it's, it's just going a million miles an hour. So not being here right now would be awful. <laughs> like if, if I was at the Chili Bowl, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it would be, it would be yeah. absolutely You wouldn't awful. be there. You'd be driving back home. I'd be driving home 100%. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have went. That, that's all there is to it. That's why I haven't done it yet. But anyways, so both Casey and Brad, obviously Brad, why do you have that look on your face? You guys, you guys look like he has that like a, that scared I don't know. look. Brad looked at me. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me. Are, are involved with short course racing, full size, and RC. What do you think would bring more people to either of the events? Like, what do you think? We'll, we'll start with Champ. What do you think they need to do to draw in more people as far as like other events other than Crandon? Are you going again? Dude, you already oh, pooped I'm once. once. Bro, look at what I fucking drank, dog. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. 12 plus 12 plus 12, 36 plus another 16. That's 
Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say money? I think that's what I would say. I think there's got to be some bigger purses that the fans have to know that are there. You think that a bigger purse would bring spectators? I do. I honestly so do. You mean like, uh, well, I think the bigger purse would bring more like better racing. Yeah, better racing. No. So you're so saying which would bring the people? He goes, no. So you don't think like if Lena showed up and been like, "Hey, we got we have an additional hundred grand for racing," you don't think that will bring more spectators? No, because there's twenty five classes, and you're each gonna get a no, fucking but, sliver. But, no, 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 you're gonna no, get a hundred no, grand. No, to win pro it's a hundred grand just for Pro Four. Who's gonna come? Who who that isn't already racing the series is gonna show up? Promotion? I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> Might get like a pastrana or something, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I mean, yeah. a Deegan. Are you though? What are they gonna run? Yeah, I guess I don't know. I really don't. Okay. So uh, let, let's rephrase the question. Yes. Outside of like money, as a spectator, okay. What would what would make you be more prone or Casey like, or Lyle? Oh, I was gonna say whatever, like us? Be pr- more prone. To go to an event. For me, after hearing everything, I want to see the top guys, everybody there, just so like almost like to gauge like what it is. Like I like if you said told me like, hey, the top ten in the world is gonna be here at the RC, we're gonna race them too. I was like, I'm in. I'm gonna go show up. Yeah. I wanna see the big names there. Like the the best of the best almost. What's the equivalent to that to a short course then? The equivalent to that? Yeah. Um probably worlds. So we fall crane in essentially the best of the best are here. Yeah. That's why everybody shows up. Yeah. But we're trying to figure out like the, the end goal is, is to try to give track. So, um, last week I was actually out at Lena mm-hmm. and with a couple of the guys walking the track on some track changes that are going to be sick. Jake was also with All right, that. Le- that are good. Huh? Leak it. Nope. I ain't gonna do it. He goes nope. leak it. <laughs> leak it. That. So they did talk about an over under, but I don't, I was like, dude, it's, there's, there's going to be three feet it's of snow. Down. Like, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah. Come on. yeah. So there's going to be a they, quad. They're listening. <laughs> tracks are listening is, is where we're going with it. Right. Mm-hmm. We've gotten to the point that tracks and, and the series and different things are, are listening. Oh, we know. So oh, yeah, I know. Not, <laughs> I also know. <laughs> we all know. We all know. But so part of it is we like to try to give an outside opinion on what you would like to see that would that you think would help grow their their track like uh lean up anago um erx like obviously erx is a little bit harder to say because it's in minnesota and they kind of have had their they've been in it for a little bit longer but um some of these other tracks what are things that you think would help draw spectators racers outside of money so i can tell you one thing that i thought was going to help draw spectators out that didn't and lyle and i were actually talking about it before the show was like MAO, for example, the facility, like mm-hmm. the places that you could stay at the track, you could rent a two bed, one bedroom, one bath deal for 400 bucks for the weekend or something like all those amenities that they had, the lazy river, the just everything that was there, everything was paved. There was no dust anywhere really. And I thought, man, there's going to be a ton of fucking people here this weekend. And then I looked up at the stands in pro two and I think I saw like three people. And I'm like, well, we're, I, I know it's a big facility and I know there's people scattered out around, but I'm looking at them like, well, that guy's here with that race team. That group is there with this race team. Like, there's nobody here that I don't know or recognize. So I think that's one thing I thought was going to be 
a big deal and it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't help it at all. So what do you think, Will? Uh, That's the question. I don't know. I, for so, RC? No, no, no. no, no. It's for off-road. Oh, off-road. Both. Off-road. Both. Yeah. Honestly, both. Well, see, so, for me, I guess. For both. For I'd me, like to hear you guys on the RC oh, side. RC yeah. side. And even, my, and even but, Brad but, and Casey, too, as well. But even on the off-road side, I don't think I ever said it, but um, like a Supercross style, like um, mm-hmm. Pit Pass, you know, where they have moto they have bmx they have kid stuff going on you know they have like these events that's going to keep the fans engaged uh um engaged uh buying stuff you know just everything and then that would cost money in reinvesting in your product right yeah but it's again, crazy yeah but but again it makes it, too much it, sense but it's, a, it's <laughs> also don't make dollars yeah but it's also a pit pass where you know you pay the extra yeah, dude, forty dollars sure. so you know, not. I don't know if you're essentially getting your return back as far as the fan goes, but you know, Maybe. like even eventually, how cool? What, what about like well, even having certain autograph sessions? Like the, for the past two years, I've been trying to oh come over here and 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 meet such and such driver over here at this pavilion. But at the same time, it's just like what about the exclusiveness of like, hey, come have an autograph for, with CJ and Johnny from. One you know, to two thirty, or one thir- or one to one thirty. Don't you guys right. do that now? No, it's They're, kind of a like more vision, of a, like vision uh, tries to do it. Champs tried to do it, but Champ picks such bad times exactly, to do it. Yeah, like they don't. Th- there's races like there'd be like in the heat, the best of the sports and races, and they'd be like, "Yo, come check out the autograph session." Like I ain't even going, dude. Fucking super, <laughs> <laughs> fucking super stocks yeah. on the track. Yeah. I'm watching that yeah. shit. Yeah. On an earlier podcast, I thought Casey brought up maybe having like a triple crown deal. So that's where I would go with that. So I looked at oh, okay. getting tickets to Indy Supercross. Uh, a Nashville. Yeah. Nashville this year. Okay, so is it Indy? Or there's Indy like Supercross. three of them. I looked yeah, for yeah. a couple. Right. So I thought Indy was a triple crown. Am I wrong? I don't even know. I haven't looked. I remember getting anyway. excited. I was looking for tickets and it said triple crown. And I was like, for the one that I wanted to go to. And that triple crown I was like, oh shit, that's a triple crown. Event. Like now it made me want to go more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's something like that that Short Course can implement that would work the same way. Um, well, to I get know you, you guys, you guys talked about that, but you don't think the trucks are going to last. Well, I think you said is a we don't two moto one. Time. You said, yeah, I said, yeah. A, I said a two moto one like early in the day or like, Moto one Friday night or something like that. But that would that. be the whole point is to do one early in the day mm-hmm. to keep people all there. And then, and then you do one in the early after or at, yeah, later. Later. But the the problem is, is where would they fit them? We can't hardly get done pro four races with the sun in your face every weekend as it is. Yeah. So they just frankly don't have enough time to get it all in there. And we already wake up at the ass crack of dawn to go to the fucking driver's meetings yep. that we don't need to be at. I mean, maybe, maybe once a weekend, but, yeah. um, that would be, I think the, the biggest struggle to a triple crown crown or something like that. So um, hear, hear me out on this one. I just thought of, well, I didn't just think of this one. I've been thinking about it for a while now, but you take a peek at the crowd, you look at the crowd and you see the kind of people that are in there <clears throat> and Crandon had kiss there. Can, do, like, do you, did you remember the amount of people that were there for kiss? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it was sick. There was but there was people. nothing going on at the races. I know, but I'm well, just why, saying. Why like, weren't we racing fucking Friday night right before Kiss? Ooh, that's a Marty question, though. 
Why but, weren't but, but we? What he, but what he's saying, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. look at the amount of people that were there, right? Yeah. They were there for hours beforehand because it's Kiss and they wanted to get up front. Just think if was they Kiss heard that Friday fucking or Saturday. raw It was horse. Friday, right? Yeah. Friday. Imagine so, hearing Pro Force come Pro around. Pro Force come around? Dude, they would have been fucking running like a pack of pigs going to the feeder when them roaring went by. <laughs> I thought we did the cup race before the Kiss concert. Did that not happen? That was the, the buggy and Pro Light and buggy yeah. race. Yeah, but that yeah. was like, oh, that was almost, still during the day. We almost saw a murder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Trey Gibbs almost murdered somebody. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. murdered the buggy guy. Yep. Tra- Trey <laughs> Gibbs. I think everybody. Poor Matt Brister. I, I think Cranon could have been bigger if Kiss was on Saturday. Yeah, but the problem is, is it's so big on Saturday already. Where are you going to put the people? Because it, it took yeah. up the whole parking lot. Yeah. Right? They made them park all in that field, which you could do that even on Saturday. But it took that whole day parking or weekend parking over there um, for the KISS concert. But we're, know, we're not. I know I some mean, guys, too, not that would really be like, talking about Crandon. Crandon is good already. Yeah. We, we want to grow. What about other like how do you grow the other events? I, the, the thing is, like, Crandon does it so well. But how can we do something like that? Even if it's like on a way smaller scale at every track. Right. That's the thing. You can't just be have Cranon and steal the show all the time. It's yeah. like how you can't can live in the shadow the whole time? Exactly. Like when Supercross does it, they have it at every venue. You know, like how can we bring something like just a tiny version of that at every venue? You know, like like if you got some like freestyle motocross guys that came in like midday, yeah. that's, yeah, that's what I mean. That's, some, what, we're, some, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Something as simple as yeah. that. I you know, you like entertainment. A, you know, yeah. you fork over a uh, team. Yeah, yeah. You fork over. You take a thirty-minute break. You see it during Supercross. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. they have a yeah, big old. I mean, Even destruction. Yeah, Even destruction has a. They have a freestyle show. Yeah, Dude, like all kinds of people do it. Like, yeah. Yep. You need something to help, like break up the show, make it make it different, right? Like. Bring your own hype. I'll, I'll tell you, Lena is talking about, we, we, we mapped out the Joker lane. But yeah. now it's a matter of if Champ will let, let you do it, you can build yeah. it and you can put it there. But are they going to be okay with it? I don't know. But can you imagine like if, if you didn't go, would you go to the first year that uh, for sure that um, Lena did a Joker? Would you go? I'm in. <laughs> Yep. 100% of it. Oh, yeah. Yep. And three. But you yeah. got to yeah, promote that, though, too, at the same time. You got to sell it, right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the whole yes. point. Yes. The whole point is to sell it. Chicago yes. had a Joker lane. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Where we went around 16? the Oval. Oh, 17? dude, that was so fun. Dude, it was sick. And it looked it awesome. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. We talked about it before. It was sick. That was when I was, uh, I could stand on the inside of a corner and just be above you guys and take photos. <laughs> so dumb, dude. So fucking dumb. <laughs> but. But. But yeah, I yep. mean, it's just, yeah, some simple. I mean, not so much simple, but like what CJ said, it's reinvesting in yourself and yeah. kinda, CJ said it perfect. They're the show. So let's put on a fucking show. Because I mean, you think about NAS- different NASCAR tracks, you know, what makes Daytona Daytona? What makes Talladega Talladega? You know, what makes Bristol Bristol? It's like these tracks They're have unique. different things. They're unique. So it's like, if you're a track, like how do you stand out then? It's like, of course you're contributing to the bigger scale of NASCAR, you know, the, the big, you said the show, the entertainment, but how are you different then, Yeah, you know, from, from everyone else? But it also doesn't help that you're paying champ to be there. Right. You know, instead of investing into the track and yeah. in entertainment, you're spending it's so 40, ass yeah, you're spending 40 to 80 grand to have a race event there. You know, yeah. instead of that, you could spend 40 to 80 grand in the purse. And, yeah. Or purse entertainment or entertainment, or, entertainment or, yeah. something, entertainment. you know. Even like uh 
Having flames. Crandon is talking about um, trying to do night races. Like yeah. they're still trying to improve. Why isn't anybody else trying to do Anago? You would think has lights. They're dirt track. They probably ran at night all the time. Why not make that a night show? Mm-hmm. One of the nights a night show. Yeah. You would yeah. think like that's what the people want, right? Yeah. That's what the people want. Didn't and- you guys run a night show in Oshkosh? Um, yeah, probably. Because I remember running Oshkosh. Yeah, I remember watching More your dad what and Charlotte McGrath. There was races we we ran night shows. There was like, Some and and they were Charlotte. But you gotta you gotta pick and choose, right? You gotta promote it. You gotta pick what's gonna be your unique feature of your track, and you gotta promote it. Mm-hmm. So you're saying put like Dirt City has the Joker Lane. And then another track's got something completely not. You're not talking about Joker lanes at every track. You're talking about Dirt City has a Joker lane, right? ERX is going to have the has, has the split, split lane, yeah. split yeah. lane yeah. right? And that's what they sell. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so, like Anago, for instance, I 100% think that we should run maybe just one day, but for one day, run half the race on the whole track and the second half of the race on the oval. Yep, at the yeah. uh, competition. At the competition caution, we're going to go to the oval. Because here's the thing of it too is like you think of Anigo. So obviously before they had Dirt Dirt City twice, Anigo's the first race. Like okay, how do you make Anigo like that? Hype. If it's gonna be the first race, how do you make it the first race? Yeah. How do you make it a one? I was gonna say yeah, how do you yeah, make it a one? Yeah, it is Anigo a one. It is. It is one. Yeah, there we go. You give out steak sauce to all the winners. No. Dude, like another thing I thought about, like, that's a huge hit. We're not super cross. I understand it. Yeah. Why isn't there a press night? I mean, we D- tried. Don't even ask yeah, us. I know you guys have tried. I know you guys have tried. Piss yeah. us off. But, but like, all of us are there on Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Why not Friday in the morning, midday, whatever? There's practice qualifying, this stuff going on. I guess this I've, series, I've never asked that. Either. Like, require it or or whatever talk to the media people well see, bring you up there and put you on a pedestal like you're something they could use that as free media they could ask questions and then be posting it on their social yeah, media and, and that's and, what we tried and, right and then that's the problem with our sport also is that we besides us you know doing this podcast maybe doing a little bit here and there but we don't officially have a media yeah, company, press, press yes to, to promote you guys as and as a as a brand, as an umbrella, in as Champ journalism, Off Road. Yeah. yeah, there's no journalism in Champ Off Road. And I think that's, like, that's been racking my brain for the last couple of years. Like, I wanted to build a website. I wanted, you know, hire people to, to, to write articles and take photos and all this other stuff. Kind of like a Vermoto Racer X type stuff. Yeah. But kind of like you said, you know. They, they should mandatory you guys like they have and you don't have to make it mandatory to everyone pick and choose a couple of people like they do on uh Stop it. opening ceremonies yeah. I right like, I, feel like, I feel like you're mocking us right now how many people <laughs> I, I know you guys tried to do it but <laughs> no but it was it's hard right like well it, wasn't yeah. hard. it was just like we didn't ask you guys it was just like it was just open Right. Yeah, it was well, like, hey, we're doing this. Well, not even open. It was just like, we didn't even get you guys the input. It was like, hey, we're going to do this. And yeah. it's like, yeah. can you do it? And you're like, uh, I just like rolled three times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you got to do it. What, what, like on Thursday night, like all your big pro guys are going to be there Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Most of us aren't doing shit anyways. You make sure you put a time limit on it. Say it's going to oh. be 
it's going to be 40 minutes, period. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Or 30 I, minutes. Make it 30 be, minutes. Well, we tried to make it 30 minutes. So 10 minutes pro light, 10 minutes pro two, 10 minutes pro four. See, yeah, and I won't even, two. I won't even like give each class. I would go and say, all right, we're going to pick two from pro two, two from pro light, two from pro four. And next week we're going to do two pro specs and we're going to do two super also, buggy and two oh, fucking pro two. Oh, oh, we have idea. Limited mics. <laughs> <laughs> idea. Why don't we, Not no more. I was gonna say, yeah. why don't we do this? No, like, literally. Yeah, right. yeah. like just get them on the podcast and be like, all right, Hey, it wasn't a video podcast or video conference but it's a podcast yeah but i think a, a good part of it is like the people that watch that watch it because they want to see everyone sitting there right and like the it's like watching the weigh-ins for mm -hmm. ufc yeah. it's fucking great to watch yeah. right you see everyone sitting there for that fight that night but right? you have drama for that. well i mean yeah but again tito like i said tito's the voice of impulse maybe we could do something like that where yeah, we have dude. what two four we have five open mics and then Tito be the commentator and right. then have me and Lyle filming it and then we could upload it right away. Oh, and you could have people, you could, Boom. you could literally, Boom. I Boom. guarantee hey, you, hey, we hey, could, this is uh, going to be a good idea. Sponsors hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you in one month, we could have 25 people watching this show. If, mm -hmm. if, if we allowed it. Yep. Oh yeah. Sitting there, yep. sitting there. Like I, if I set up chairs, we would have an audience and, and we all think it's funny and stupid that people even listen to it in the first place. So and I you guarantee you, we could have mind. an audience sitting here and that would chime in, ask questions, whatever yep. that would make it even that much better. Is it something you really want to do here? Probably not. But at an event like that, like at the races, you could say it's open to the public, right? And it doesn't have to just be media in there. It can be the public. Yeah. Asking questions and so on and so I forth. I did see that at NHRA. They had a big old stand and they had people. Well, they just had drivers uh, coming, coming in and, and going. arriving and going. Coming in and arriving and going. But uh, like I said, our sport is small enough, if you will, to have like a small crowd. Like we had a, a decent crowd at Crandon. Yeah. For, mm -hmm. that, for that little Yeah, for Fall Crandon. Yeah, there yeah. was 20 people there. Yeah, which was nuts. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, I had so much back sweat. It was crazy. <laughs> Is there anything Wait, requiring right now, you to do at media, though? At no. At <laughs> no. No? No, no there's not. not. So there, there runs into your problem, though. Uh, so you and Jimmy get yeah, into a scrap, right? But requiring you to do media of what? They, they, nobody yeah, yeah. even comes to your trailer to talk to you anyway. Yeah. Right. But if you want to make this idea work, you need some form of commitment from the guys. That, hey, they do. They need to fucking hire somebody to even come to your trailer in the first place. Right, but say they do that. Now you need some, now you need commitment from the guys that are racers that no matter what they're pissed off at that week or who they're upset with, that they're going to show up and give you that that couple lines of comment commentary. Yeah, I mean, you could. I don't think anyone in our sport is going to not say anything if they came up. I think everyone. I don't care who it is, how mad you are. You may not get the answer that you're looking for, the hype that you're looking to, for from it, but. We don't get any media. So, mm -hmm. of course, no. when they show up, we're going to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because you guys hire... Um, we yeah, hire our own media just to media. get media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right? You don't... Well, so, like, after... like It's something. better than a media pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, it is. I mean... No, no, you guys are going to start making me sad. Yeah. Right, well, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just continue on. We'll just continue on. <laughs> I started off with a good idea. Now I'm just like, <laughs> What's now, your now I'm going to be up till like four in the morning and be like, hey guys. Oh, what do you think about this idea? Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. your guys' favorite track and why? Ooh. 
like that you've around? ever raced at? Can we go, oh, RC track? Yep. It has to be not one that you know of, one that you've raced at. Yep. Mine was OCRC. And it's uh, indoor, it, huge. That was indoor, huge. Huntington Beach, California. Freaking awesome. Damn. Yeah. Made a whole week of trip out of it. That is pretty dope. That is. How many bitches? <laughs> Dude, there were some bitches. In <laughs> They'd be at the beach, dog. The beach was lit. Dude, the pier was awesome. You had to rent the car. Went up Pacific Highway Coast. I mean, it was it was cool. It was a cool experience. Went up to Malibu. Um, that was the weekend Kobe died, and <laughs> we were up in Calabasas. Damn, rented a car up in the hills and drove through it, and we had to get turned around because of the crash and. It was pretty wild, Insane, but, uh, dude. uh, dude, that was such a memorable trip for me. I'll never forget it. It was so you, cool. Brad? Uh, it's going to say the cycle nitro blast in Georgia. Um, it's in a giant horse arena. Uh, I don't exactly know what that covered. arena is called. Yeah. It's yeah, covered. It's sick. Yep. So it's an indoor a scale race. They build the track Monday and Tuesday before the event. You get there Wednesday morning for practice and the race runs 24 hours. It never stops. <laughs> So <laughs> That's I ran a qualifier at 3 a.m. And I, my main event was 11.50 on Sunday night. <laughs> and we I think we raced till 5 in the morning on Monday. But it, it, the track is huge. Like the you're talking 300 feet deep by another 350 wide. And you can't even, you can almost feel the latency in the controller to the car because it's so far away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's crazy, man. man. And they do wall rides. They, the jumps are... They're huge. I mean, you're you're standing on scaffolding. That's a little sketchy, but you're <laughs> you're almost three stories up, and the car at some points with some of the jumps is eye level with you. That's like how big the jumps so are. They, they, the they jumps build are. huge jumps for these things. Because you gotta remember, there ain't nobody in it to crash it. Yeah, you gotta worry about hurting anybody. I wish build I loved up. RC as much as you do. Like I wish I loved something as much as you love RC. Yeah. I <laughs> so I will say, like that's kind of it's died off a little bit uh, ever since getting into the short course stuff with yeah. Michael. Like that's definitely like I would much rather do that now than go RC racing. He bought a YXZ. Oh, did you? oh Brad yeah, did? Yeah. Brad did. Oh, oh shit! Damn. Damn. Are you going? Oh, breaking news! Sportsman, watch it. Are you going straight to no, so stock? A wise uh, Pro Four racer gave me some advice that you should probably <laughs> take it on the trails and see if you don't wad it up on the trails before you take it to the track. So, yeah, but there's trees out there. Right? Yeah, there's not going to be trees on the track. What does he know? Not shit. Not shit. I'll tell you that. Hey, who told you that? Was that Adrian Chenny or what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, he for surely went to made it through the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so no, I got a YXC sitting at home. Uh, we'll see how far I want to take that. I haven't exactly yeah. gotten her done yet. It's still sitting there all nice, shiny, and new. So. Uh, sounds like our buddy. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? JQ. What? What's your favorite event you've ever been to? Ever been to? Yeah. Or raced at, had the opportunity to race at? No. Nah, well, I mean. T Favorite Tito, like racing event? T Tito's only got Pine Ridge, yeah. if you can say raced <laughs> yeah. at. So, oh, no, like, obviously you guys ha haven't raced at as many events as, as us. Mm -hmm. We have. But if you were to say that even that you just went to, what was your favorite and why? Okay. Go ahead, Tito. Go first. Any genre? Any genre. Any type of racing event out there. I'm going to say... Motocross of Nations at Red Dude, Bud. Insane. 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 We were with I'd, some I'd Norway people. Wild. <laughs> How many chainsaws did <laughs> they have? So, I was just going to say that. Chainsaws, flags, and the, the horns. Yep. Yeah, dude, that was The smoke flares. Yeah. Dude. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole event was wild. Birthday boy. Crandon 2016, fall. 
What happened? Kingo won his first Red Bull championship. Against I got fucking hammered that night, man. He goes against <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> I dude, dude, so that that was probably just because of like the the atmosphere that that it was there, it was like so with all well, my well. all my friends that were there. Keegan won. Like we carried him up to the stage. We got absolutely hammered. And Keegan like, drank. Keegan drank. Yeah, <laughs> Keegan drank. And then that night, like I got fucking blacked out, dude. Like it was crazy. That might have been the night that uh, Steve got tased. So. That was uh, another part of it too. That like adds another element on how Dude, that's awesome. Fucking Wait. carried away, got tased. Yeah, funny mine got tased in the street. Like, Brad, Brad, Brad. Wait, like, like taser, 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 taser. I have so many boy, down bad. Uh, I have so many questions. Yeah. So yeah, man, that was uh, probably my favorite race event. Mine would say I would say like any of the Las Vegas Supercrosses that we've been to. All right. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, those are fun. Second is probably Baja 1000 this year. Okay. I dig it. What about yours? Um, He's like, you see that trophy right there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I enjoyed those like short course events, but I don't even know. I would say, and you guys are going to be like, what the fuck off the wall? I would say EDC Orlando. Is the craziest event Damn. I've ever been to. Oh, I thought we were talking about racing, though. <laughs> well, we kind of were, but <laughs> I don't know. You, like you went the party mode, Steve. Yeah, but like racing, it, I've been in racing my whole entire life, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, they're all kind of one and the same. Yeah. And I, I mean, this Nations was really cool yeah. and, and insane, but it's really not a whole lot that's different than anything other big event you yeah. go to. Yeah. yeah. So, to so like EV- really stick out. Was like EDC because I hate EDM music. I absolutely hate it. You couldn't fucking pay me to listen to it. But my sister and her husband and you go, we really like EDC. Uh, EDM, uh, don't that's you? him. That's yeah, his guy. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah, like, you, you, like, you yeah, he's all s- perked up, dude. You want to see, see a sweaty mess, man? Fucking, I'm pitching a tent, bro, dog. I'm, I'm bricked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister, her husband, and my cousin Corey Greaves, Kyle's okay. brother, and his wife were there. And I was actually at FSU for the Florida State game with Y. Nice. And I was like three hours away. And they're like, dude, you need to come here. So I was like, all right. And I drove there and got there. And I don't know if if it was the best because I'm scarred that I don't know what I saw. And I never want to go back again in my life. Or if I'm so scarred, I want to see it again to make sure I'm that scarred. <laughs> <laughs> like, no like, 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 no lie. Like, I walked in and I was like. I, I'm double fisting 11 and a half percent fucking drinks because I need to get on the level of all these <laughs> there's 300,000 people there and by the they shut it down at like midnight or yeah like midnight I shit you not there's 500 people sleeping on the ground everywhere I'm like why do they shut it down so early it probably takes them that long to get all these people off the ground that <laughs> yeah. are sleeping and drugged out and dead and like dude <laughs> everything yeah. there are uh, insane. like EDM festivals that like will go into like the night That'll go to like two, three a.m., and then by the time it like dies down, it's five a.m. But then sets will start again at six a.m. Damn! So like there are some stories where like people like go to bed and then you'll hear a set, uh, set start up at like seven a.m. Where it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> then there'll, there'll be like two people that are like trying to sleep, and then you got that one asshole that's like, yeah, like, that's you. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not so much anymore now that I'm old. <laughs> so Kyle Sharkey, which is my sister, husband, and I, we want to go to Belgium for. 
Dude, don't fucking We just play. talked about this. We were just talking about this. Yeah, in Baja. We said Tomorrowland. Keegan wants, I, I told you. He goes, Tomorrowland. Yeah. He goes, bro, check this out. I'm like, yeah, Tomorrowland, bedroom. And I like, I'll go, man. I got a buddy in Skyland. I got a buddy in Skyland who will fucking, who will just be our tour guide. I got my passport. Yeah. Let's go. Line it up. Me and my sister, like years ago, we're going to go, but we missed it by a weekend. We were like, let's go. We're looking up tickets. It's like, oh, we missed it. When's Tomorrowland? Wow. Isn't there a sign-up deal on that too? Like you have to hit the sign-up just right, otherwise you. I don't think so. No. No, I don't. I don't think there's no limit on. I will say though, like you said, the EDM crowd, wild. I went to like a Steve Aoki concert. I yeah, watched, it's insane. Yeah, just watch. Be a, shit just go down. I just, After I just three days, it. I could I could honestly say every single I I couldn't t- tell you who was different. They mm-hmm. all sound the fucking same. Yeah. Like, literally after three days, I'm like, you could have just ran it on repeat the same exact song the whole entire three days and I went to know the yeah. difference. So you, so the thing of it is, is like when you get later on in the night, there are different artists than that, that, that do have different songs and yeah. like hits. But otherwise, like, the like last some, two like you like some, kinda. yeah, some of them like first ones, you're just kind of like, all right, like they're, like they're trying to make their own vibes and they're trying to make their own bass drop. So, uh, July 19th, 20th and 21st Race. is one weekend. And then July 26th, 27th, 28th is the next weekend. It'd have to be during race season. Holy. Yeah. So July. Yeah. Oh, 19th, 20th, 21st. Anyways. So that's probably both that, weekends. That first weekend is between ERX and Lena. So we'd literally have to do ERX, no fly out to Belgium real quick once. Real quick once. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure all your shit's prepped. And then fly back after that weekend. No way. All right. I mean, if you want to quit, that's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you get. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're we're about we're about at our time, huh? We're getting close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I got I got two more. I got two more questions. One, have you guys ever been on a podcast, or do you listen to podcasts? Never been on a podcast, but I do listen to podcasts quite a bit. Okay. Gets me hyped for the day. Listen to a lot of Andy Frisella. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's like a good that. one. Yes. He gets me pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Brad? So I listen to. I've never been on one. Listen to, I think we talked about like the Dale Jr.'s podcast, but as soon as they get structured to where they're old oh, today, this segment sponsored by blank and it's the same thing every week, I lose interest in it. Yeah, I feel so, you. So are you telling us not to get sponsored? No. Well, we'll never. No. We just got to do it at yeah. the yeah. beginning yeah. and the end. Yeah. That's we'll, it. We'll, we'll yeah. Never be yeah, don't make it too yeah. scripted. Mm-hmm. So what if we do, so what, let's say we get a sponsor, but we like make it fun. Yeah. That's different. So like, let's say like, like name a sponsor. Vision wheel. Applebee's. Okay. Yeah. So like, like Applebee's or whatever. So like, like what we did for Castle X was, uh, they would send us an ad and I was like, Oh, can I like, is this what I have to say? He's like, Oh, well I kind of like you to like, obviously get the point across. I was like, do I have to, like, how do I have to read it? Can I read it any way I want? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I would read it in different like tones or like, uh, like I'd read it different ways or I'd read it really dramatic or I'd read it really like slutty. And it's like, so you kind of, so you kind of break it off. Yeah. And it draws your attention and it's not just a boring, like, Oh, from Castle X, you can uh, go get your uh, winter jacket here this weekend. And uh, Castle X Ales, your best dealer in winter sports. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. See, and it's like super boring. But if I was like, Hey, are you cold? Like, not anymore. You want to go to Antarctica and walk across the fucking continent? I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, like, you do, like, when you can do shit like that, then it kind of, then you're kind of like, oh, all right. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's and right. then, then it it's like fun. Something like yeah, it has to be funny. Yeah. You want to last six minutes in bed? Yeah. You want a monster? Yeah. You want a monster? You want a bed frame that's going to impress your neighbor? Well, let me tell you. Yeah. So I'll be driving around the squad at work, and I'll listen to this podcast, and I'll find myself laughing just because you guys are laughing so much. It might not even be something that I find crazy funny, but the fact you guys are laughing so damn loud and everybody is laughing, you just start laughing. Yeah, <laughs> you just enjoy it. Everyone's yeah. happy. All right. Actually, I have two more because one one's going to be a quick one. Have oh. you ever had to use a P-tube? This is new to the list. Uh, I, any of you guys. Yes. I've oh, updated wait, wait, wait. Update no. the, the list. Medically or? No, like the little condom one that has a, that you slide the fucking tube on. Nope. Nope. Oh, no. Nope. No. Hard no. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah. I'll give you a couple tips. <laughs> wait, what? So we wear my KOH. Just the tip. We wear my KOH. Yep. And you got to make sure the boys are clean because it's got glue on it. So it's like, it's literally like a condom. And you, when you go up there, they're like, what size do you need? <laughs> <laughs> so you can just get a variety pack. Most people just say, give me the variety. Like, right. It literally it measures it in millimeters. <laughs> so we're always like, do you measure it? Like half chub? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hang on. yeah. We'll, just, we'll just continue. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm invested. He's like, I'm into this bro, one. I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, getting, so, I'm getting the vag pack, bro. Just fucking slap it on. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you roll it on like a condom yep. and then you just slide the little tube over it and it's for like KOH and stuff where you could be out there for hours, right? Yeah. And you're strapped in and then you run the tube like down, down your, your suit leg. and mm-hmm. down your leg and two things we learned. One, it always feels like you're pissing yourself no matter what because the it's going down your it's leg and it's warm. bare and it's warm. So you're like, fuck, the tube yeah. came off. I just pissed myself. <laughs> and then you get done and you're like, oh, wait, no. And the second thing we learned is you always want to like tape it to like your heel. Cause one of my buddies, he just let it go down there. And when he pissed it, pissed into his other shoe oh, <laughs> from wow. one foot into the other. Oh no. Yes. Oh. So the, ho- the hose hangs out at the bottom, yep. right? You leave a little bit. So it's not like right there. Yeah. And it had a little swoop on it <laughs> and he peed and it went out and into his other shoe. <laughs> shoe. Had a little ramp. Nice. It had a little ramp, but oh. It uh, it, it's definitely interesting. And the fun thing about like after the race, you can just be standing there talking to someone and peeing at the same time. Everyone looks down. You're like, like, oh, bro, you're leaking. You're like, like, hey, man, your foot's crying. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what Doug did when we were sitting there waiting. Doug Mateg. Yeah, he was just kind of like talking and kind of just turned away and walked by the truck. He just stood there. Yeah, and then he he, like shook his leg and then came back and talked. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. All right, the last one, Doug. Yeah, fuck. Don't fuck that guy. The last one is if you could drive anything in the world, race car wise, what would it be? You first. Me first? Holy crap. Good talk. <laughs> like <laughs> and any car or any one's car? Any race vehicle. Any, any race, race vehicle. vehicle. Oh, did we have this conversation already? Oh, yeah, I usually ask everybody. Oh, a good part of them. Anyways. That's a pretty good question, man. I think I said uh, Ken Black's uh, Ford Mustang. Yeah, I think, I think you did. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Dude, I'd like to drive cool. that Audi, that electric Audi thing. Ooh, yeah. That thing seemed insane. Yeah. Like stupid amount of power. That'd be pretty sick. A lot of his vehicles are nice. Though. They're all yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, I'm pick one of them. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm going to have to take a pass here. Let me think about it in a minute. Like, don't I'm hurt one, yourself. I can see yeah. the fucking smoke. Well, there's so, many <laughs> Dude, there's so many vehicles yeah. I'd want to drive. I mean, I well, want to drive a fucking Pro 4. I'd love to drive an Indy car. That'd be cool. I mean. Or getting fuck. to test like one of the Honda HRC bikes. Nah, to me, that wouldn't be that interesting. What? Like a motorbike? Yeah, like all uh, factoried out. Yeah, yeah that's but, pretty cool. I mean, I don't, I don't think you'd notice it. We got one at the shop. I think you'd ride it and be like, yeah, it felt like factory? that one in my garage. <laughs> no, 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 a factory, factory light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what? Jet Lawrence. Jet has, runs. Jet yeah. Lawrence has got off the track and handed it. We got a works bike at the shop, but it's not new a new HRC one. Yeah. What about Brad? So, man. I swear to God, if you say I, super I thought buggy. You, I thought you were ready. <laughs> <laughs> super buggy. <laughs> yeah, the 94 super. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to the parade at Cranon. Yeah. <laughs> so is it something that I can get in and drive and be good at? Or is it something that no. I can just get in and drive? No, and just get in and drive. If there was one fucking unicorn wish in the world and you got to, you got to choose it and you get to go drive it or race it or whatever. What I'd want to race it. And it'd be probably like Kyle Larson's sprint car. Ooh, I, I like want to be that. good at it. Dude. Like I want to be okay. able to run up against the wall and feel that like near, no. like that near death experience of like you are cheating death right now because you're a foot and a half off the wall and you're letting a foot that and a half. You let the wing bring you to the wall. Yeah, three inches. You just gotta trust I it. Dig that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to have that trust with a with a car to the point where I'm escaping death. Nice. I yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Hey. No, that's cool. We're back to Casey. Yep. I think so. I would be I think I'd like to drive a, a NASCAR, like a, a cup car for sure. That'd be pretty fun on asphalt. I've like, asked CJ about cup cars before. He's not impressed. 180, 190 uh, miles an hour, impressed. 200 miles an hour, like on Talladega or Daytona. That would be pretty badass. Okay. So you're saying, oh, it'd okay. have to be a track like that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. All right. A super speedway. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I get down with that. <laughs> yeah. No limitations. <laughs> this guy. Dude, literally. Like, literally. The driving experience, you go like to Daytona and like, hey, you, you know, go you, around in a fucking Camry. No. Like I want a full blown car. Like you're going to trust me. I'm driving this thing. Yes. It All is right. what it is. What nice. about you boys? You guys have any questions for them? No, I, I feel like you, you guys got I, to learn some about yeah. toy cars. Yeah, yeah, I feel like now, yeah, now I could now I could drive a hundred and Lena going by on the highway. Yep. <laughs> we know we're safe in Lena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, only Brad, he works in three different cities, so oh, okay. you gotta gamble the right one. Hey, you know what? You can always text me. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, where you at? Oh, I got so, a question. You ever, you know, no, you've never, you never pew pewed. No. no. Oh, okay. Come never close. Yeah. Oh, really? Come close. Yes. Really? Tased? Yes. You've tased okay, somebody? Yeah. Now, like, can you like tase? Not, not just be like, oh, hey, bro, tase me. Or like, hey, man, like. Like taser, taser, pow. Yeah. You yeah. yeah, about to ride lightning. Like kind of like. <laughs> 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 I don't understand why you guys have to say taser, taser, taser. What is the deal? So you tell him it's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call it if you day. don't say it three times, they're not going to know that you're about to. What, what if he's like? What if, you don't, <laughs> what if he's like? He's coming like, and they can like kind of arriving. tense up. Like you've seen, like yeah. I've seen guys on YouTube like he watches cops, tape. bro. Yeah. <laughs> what if they've got like a pacemaker and they're like, no, 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 wait, 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 okay, I'll go down. Like, do, do, like you mean you just say it right? You're just like taste, taste, I'm bam. Mm-hmm. Wow, I won't even crack. say it. I just damn. Don't even give him a chance, bro. Have to. You're going to get in trouble. You have to say taste. You have to for what reason though? Because that's the way the law is, law is written. You have to give them a fair warning. Damn. Damn. Just be like, hey, I'm going to you, bro. It's Bam. like the dog. It's like the dog. Even when if you send the dog at somebody, 
you have to give them a warning. It, the dog can be running after them. You have no control. And barking. And barking and growling and snarling. If you don't tell them they're going to get bit before they get bit, your ass is on the line. What, what would stop some? What would stop you from sending the dog or the taser if they're like, all right, bro, I'm sorry. And then they like go like this or getting yeah. on the ground. Yep. Getting on the ground. Put yeah. their hands up. Huh. Okay. We got to watch. I can tell you that dog scares more people. Like it, that dog has saved my ass more times than yeah. any other piece that of dog. dog if, I, if I wrestle with the dog, canine Falco has the dog ever been friendly? <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. Hang oh no, no, no! Like if you send them, like let's say I'm running and they send them, I'm like, oh, come here, puppy. Yeah. Like I stopped running and I'm like, oh, come here, big boy. Yeah. Like, and you, you kind of just put your arm around him, and you're like, ah, yeah. and you start scratching him and shit. Yeah. I've sent that dog on one person so far, and he has not gotten to him. Why? He gave up. You tell the dog. So oh, yeah. dog's oh. halfway there, and guys, guy sees him coming and goes, oh shit. Yeah. The next thing you put him, you tell him to down. Where is oh. the event that you do every year? Uh, National Night Out will be at the PD in O'Connell. Yeah, but the one that I always see you at. Oh, okay. The Zeitler thing. Z- the Zeitler thing. That challenge. Um, so that's like a, I don't even know how to explain it. So like you'll get like 20 or 30 canine units from all over the state and they'll come and compete in like police cha- police type challenges. So there's we, a get all, we all get to watch a lot of them. Damn. Yeah, so you don't get to watch us work a lot of the time or watch us train, but for that event, they'll actually set up like a grandstands and stuff and allow everybody to like, they'll set up a course that we'll send the dogs through. And like this year, they, the dogs had to jump through to a series of cars. Yeah. Like, and then TVs and. Yep. And there's okay. a guy on the backside that ha- was in a bite suit and the dog's got to work <laughs> to get through the car before it can get to the guy. How do you volunteer for that? Yeah. How do you get in the bite suit? You don't yep. want to be in it. <laughs> oh, you, you can't. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. There's a good vlog. Yeah, there's another one. Uh, there's a good vlog. Hey, I'm Tito Levine. I'm going to outrun this dog. And in case my captain's listening to this, yes, I will ask for permission before we do that. What about for Casey? Anything? What about me? Oh, yeah. What's up with that redhead, dog? <laughs> <laughs> or is that after podcast? If a tire wasn't full, it was what? <laughs> mm. All right. What else we, you guys we're got just gonna me. end yeah. there. Yeah. I haven't been too uh, talkative, so what do you guys want to bring at me besides <laughs> redheads and <laughs> being a play on this and that? Damn, that's all we want to talk to you about, man. We don't go to Brad and be like, "Hey, man, like, do you like chess?" I'm like, no. Then we go over with what he knows, <laughs> what he's good at. So, checkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's good at golfing. Apparently, who's that? Casey? Yeah. yeah. No. But everyone, yeah. everyone says they're coming. He's he said he's going to take our number yeah. one player. Yep. Yeah. I got a team. I got a squad for you guys, bro. Bring he it. said you're on that team. Bring it. Let's go, baby. Bring it. We're going to spank go. all of you, just like we did everyone else yeah. last yeah. year. Rain champs. Yeah. Yep. It's like, the course a different course every. No. No. Course. No. Same course in their hometown. In our hometown. Yeah. Home course. Yep. What'd you guys shoot? Don't matter. We golf like shit and still won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. let's just go. Show. Yeah, eight under. Goes to show <laughs> the competition. Eight, yeah, I think we round. eight under. Eight under, and we still took it. You get a mulligan, right? Is that another word? <laughs> One on each in the front. Breakfast and ball. So Is there yeah, breakfast ball involved. No, no, no. no. So it's, you get one mulligan per nine uh, holes. per nine. nine holes. So 
like your team has eight total. So you obviously get one in the front and we, we still had two left in the bag. So beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. deals though. Just dominant. You know yep. what I mean? Don't so fuck with us. are we in CJ? There's I'm a big old, big old daycare you, there, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. But you gotta go do the morning. Yeah, man. That was another thing too, is that we were going to do the afternoon, but everyone, or we were doing the morning so that come afternoon, we could get everything that we wanted. Plus, yeah. we had that gun thing with uh, with, yeah, with that was Keegan. Cool. That was, it was a great time. But then everyone was like, oh, well, we're going to do the afternoon so that in the morning we can get all set up and stuff. And it's like, you couldn't even get into the track till noon anyway. Right. It was like, just run the morning. So we did the morning and then everyone started like, like, oh, well, you, who's following you? I was like, bro, we had Clint Barry, man. We had <laughs> fucking Clint Perry out there. That was like, dog. <laughs> I was like, dog, follow us, man. We even asked him like, hey, man, come watch us. Like, we want to show you how we how we get down. He's like, oh, no, I don't, don't want to watch that. So we're like, all right. So see, if that was me, they'd be, where's your body cam footage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Prove it. Yeah. Prove uh, it. Uh, oh, uh, we vlogged that one, too. Mm-hmm. I might have to. Might have to. That'd be sick. Yep. Yeah, that would be sick. When are we going to eat some food and golf? Don't even play. Don't even play. What are you uh, talking about? Uh, uh, I know how you white people are. We're going to do uh, uh, to me. nine holes, nine beers, nine hot dogs. That is nine of way too many things. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine glizzies, nine beers, nine holes. As, Dude, a, as a team. I've ne- Oh, nine total. No, like we nine all have to do nine. Yeah, each of us have to do nine. Fuck. Yep, I'll be sleeping by three. So between <laughs> us four, we got to put down thirty six hot dogs. Oh, but you can drink some of my beers if I eat some of your hot dogs. So we'll have to do. So since they don't drink, we'll have to do 18, 18 <laughs> beers. Nah, eighteen beers, eighteen Damn. beers, and then thirty six hot dogs. No, I'm, t- I'm bringing somebody else in. <laughs> eighteen beers. I don't know if I've drank eighteen beers in my life. No, no, like between me and you. <laughs> so, so nine beers. Yeah. So so you. Have to put down nine beers. I don't have to put down nine, or like I'd have to put down ten. You'd have to oh, put down oh, eight. Oh, oh, oh. What about their nine each? I, like I don't know, fucking <laughs> sports. What, yeah, sports. what if I quit drinking yeah. the day before too? I guess no. Then nine, just you nine, would need, nine, need nine, just nine, you would just nine, have nine beers. Cold sprites then. Well, they gotta do sprites then. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. do sprites. Yeah. Down for that? No fucking way. I'll do sprite. Let's go. We'll get this. <laughs> <He's over. laughs> I do nothing carbonated. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well. Is that, that it? There it is. Oh, or, or, or we do the 18 under and it, we golf until we do 18 under. Yeah, there we go. 18 under. So then we I can't leave the golf course until food. we golf 18 under. I like under. the food eating one. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the yeah, you say under. that now until you do it. Yeah. yeah. I've never, I've never, <laughs> it's not fun. I'm looking <laughs> for the meat sweats. tacos? Yeah, yeah. that was, that was yeah, horrible. Tacos. That was so stupid. How many tacos do you think you can eat? God, tacos sound so good right now. Yeah. I'd probably smash a lot of tacos. Like, 15. No. I think I could do 15. 15? How many tacos do you think you can 15 eat? 15 Taco Bell shell. tacos. Yeah. Hard, Hard, Hard shell. shell. Hard shell. All of 15. No, don't no say way. all of 15. We've had someone say all <laughs> of 15. <laughs> all of 15. And yeah, don't get our hopes sure. up. Yeah. <laughs> How did you eat? I ate 17. How did you eat? I, I, I threw up one. <laughs> so did you technically eat 16? I don't know. How many do you think you can eat? I was going to say 10 tops, but oh, 15? No. I think I, what did I, I say? Eight? Now yeah, I think I it. put down in like a flick of a finger. So I mean, oh yeah, well we put down four right off the rip, right on the first tee box, bro. Yeah, I put down. Yeah, I put down ten in two holes, and I think I put down <laughs> another four by hole three, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna <clears throat> like focus on golf. See, I should have kept the momentum rolling. Yeah, I should have just, just kept eating them. I should have just mowed down. Yeah, 50. he had like fucking ten down by hole three. 
I may not look like much, but I eat like I got a hollow leg, bro. No. no, <laughs> sure. no. Our, buddy, our, buddy, our buddy promised me a party pack. That thing. A party pack. Yeah. He couldn't even do that. A 12-er. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. did, 12. he did 11. That's yeah. easy. At one point, he even said 20. Dude, I could, I could probably get close to a party pack if we're doing soft shells. Well, see, and that's what Ooh, we might have to do. So the reason guy. we didn't well, do soft shells because we thought it would like too fill it. it would just be it's so soft milk. that it would become like a fucking concrete ball in your stomachs. So I didn't think that's so. why we did. I, I feel like the hard shells are so, are so so soggy by the time you get no. to the end. The bottom Seven? half was like was it not soggy? Super soggy. Yeah, but see? it's like eating and it like stuck to the yeah. wrapping. It did. It started sticking to the wrapping. So then <laughs> yeah, half the dude. time eating wrapping, yeah, I had to get like hot sauce on it. No thanks. I did seven tops. See, Lyle did eight. Lyle did eight. What? You're, that was my meal all the time. Just three soft, sh- three soft shells, and I was full. No. We got a frog yeah, but, stomach but if, but or if what? You had, <laughs> if you had the option to just mow them, and they're all piled up right there, you don't think you'd mow more? Like if it's a challenge. No, I think I'd do like seven tops. The beers would get better at me than tacos. We, so I we drink, didn't even. I drink more beers than tacos. We didn't even so do beers, so it was literally just fifty tacos. Yeah, like and then just you could drink water or Gatorade, whatever yeah. you wanted. You were there, weren't you? Yeah. Was that you, Jaden, and uh, Chum, yeah, yeah, Chum, 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 Chum. Yeah, Tito was getting what happened. Yeah, Tito was getting mad. Yeah, you got Tito mad. He's like, these fucking assholes behind us. He's like, oh, it's Cosmacki. <laughs> so who the fuck is hitting at us, man? And I was like, I should turn around and smoke this ball back at these motherfuckers. And then I heard Tito. And I was like, oh, it's cause man. <laughs> Damn. This, this um, boys. Well, I think we're past our yep. three hour mark. Yep. That's where we Damn. try to, that's where we try to keep it under. God, that so. was quick. That was a good time. Yeah. That was a good time. Well, yeah, when you don't say anything. Yeah, you sit over there and just fucking <laughs> oh, fuck. Do the sleeping man with your hand gone. I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, well, thank you, fellas, for making this easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Boys, thanks for coming on. Uh, we appreciate having you guys. We appreciate all the Impulse Media boys. Tito, coming out on your birthday mm-hmm. and uh, getting on the, the podcast with us. So thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening and continuing to grow. Um, I think every day we continue to be impressed by uh, everyone that clicks yep. in and listens and um, from literally 12 to 60 now, our people aged people telling me that they're listening to the podcast and really enjoying it. So thank you guys. Um, anyone that wants to be interested in being involved with the show or you want to be on the show or you know somebody, let us know. So you're listening to the off season show presented by Impulse Media. We out. Make yourself at my home, tell me where you been Pour yourself something cold, baby, cheers to this Sometimes you gotta stay in And you know where I live Yeah, you know what we is Sometimes you gotta stay in